37 goals, 5 penalties, 2 red cards and 1 managerial sacking. Barclays at its best. Evening listeners, evening Jack, how are we? All good, Tate, how are you? Yes, very well mate, very well, thank you. Another three points in the bag, still top. Yes, <laughs> we'll get on to that, yeah, Arsenal again, top of the table. Yeah, Yeah. what, what can we say? I'll leave my thoughts for a moment, but yeah. Their best Another ever win. start, <laughs> ever. But yeah, yeah, very good, very we'll good. We'll get on to the, um, the Arsenal um, in a moment, but let's start with our weekly teaser. Um... I said Jack off I think it's one of the easier ones. Don't say that. <laughs> but, as you would have seen in the intro, there were five penalties awarded in the Premier League this weekend, and they were all scored. But which two players have missed the most penalties in Premier League history? Okay. Do you want to repeat that? No, which two players you. have missed the most penalties in Premier League history? Okay. That's all right. Right, so, should we start at the bridge? Yes, yes, we can. Just quickly though, I, we had a little chat before, and we had our first hiccup, I think, last yes, week yeah. with the upload and some of the sound issues or whatever. But yeah, if you did, I had, a, I had one or two messages about it. But if you did experience any problems, we are we are sorry. We did try and fix it, and we thought we'd fixed it, and I think majority of the cases were fine. Um, but there was like a few that it, the sound basically stopped and whatever. But After one hour, wasn't it? Yeah, it was about an hour. It just suddenly cut out. I don't know why. I'm not sh- not sure how or why, but. We attempted to fix it and we thought we did and it seemed to work for most people but if it didn't we're sorry and we'll try our best this week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like we said, I think it was about an hour and two minutes it cut out and yeah. we tried to rectify I think 99% of the time it, it worked but... And like we said, what, um, this is 17th now so it's yeah. one, one little hiccup. Yeah. Bad, so. It's not since the first episode yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to plug the mic we'll in. We'll ignore the first episode. <laughs> but yeah, so again, apologies but yeah, we're back again this week. So Yeah. Right, let's... Let's head down to the bridge. Yes, let's start. Um, so, your prediction for the game was... Terribly wrong. Chelsea 3-1, <laughs> you might have said. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was horrible. I think I went for a draw. 2 mm. all maybe. Um, I mean, I was adamant Aubameyang would score. But yeah, he was awful. <laughs> wow. He was terrible. But I, I think you said before, and last week, that well, it's it's a record, isn't it? Arsenal the only team to win three times in a row at Stamford Bridge, I think, mm. is the stat. But the fact he won two in a row, I thought, oh, this year... The fact Chelsea the week previous had had a shocker. I just thought they're gonna come out like they did against us and and play well. But yeah, I was terribly wrong. Well, like we said last week, the, when they played uh, Brighton and got absolutely battered, their starting lineup looked horrendous. Yeah. And yeah. I weren't too sure what players would have available for Sunday. And then when I saw the starting lineup for Chelsea, I thought, oh, mm. we we got a good chance. And when I saw Arsenal, Arsenal's had played their strongest eleven, yeah. which yeah. is the first time they played that eleven since Spurs, because Zinchenko came back at his first game he's yeah. played since then. That starting eleven is our best eleven, mm-hmm. um, has been all season, and I thought, no, this is our best. If you're going to, if you're going to have a good opportunity to beat Chelsea, that's got to be it. Yeah, but I, I thought the fact he he went with a back four, didn't he? Again, like, uh, Potter did with Chelsea, and he got rid of, like, as in, he didn't play Sterling wing back, Pulisic wing back. I thought mm. you might have looked and gone, oh, that's not a strong side. But I thought, in comparison to the previous week, I thought, right, he's he's had a go here, and he's he's thought, right, let's be sensible, not not attempt something stupid. But yeah, I mean the. Then the rest of the game was, yeah, just more of the same from Chelsea, really, wasn't it? And Arsenal were sadly very, very good yeah, again. Yeah, I think we 
really dominated the whole game to be oh, fair. Yeah, there was no there was no contest, was it? Chelsea no. I mean keep saying it, but they were brilliant against Tottenham at home. But other than that, I think he's talked talks Chelsea fans as well that watch them week in, week out and I think that's the only game they've they've actually come away and gone, Yeah, we played well today. Right, so yeah. and yeah the the Chelsea Arsenal game at the weekend they were they were very, very poor. So Arsenal went into the game um, in second place after uh, Man City got a 95th minute win- a minute penalty. Mm. Um, and it was Arteta's 150th game in charge of the club. Um, also Saka's 150th game. Yes. An Arsenal player. Yeah. Um, Arteta's won 89 of them. And it's the most by any manager in his first 150 games. Yeah. Um, I mean, like we said, Arsenal started well. Um Kept the ball really well. Nice passes of play. Jesus missed a couple of chances. Yeah, the one in the first half, the header. That yeah. When I watched it on TV, I, I just thought he, the ball was slightly in front of him, or he just, yeah. it was just you couldn't totally, really tell from the angle. Could yeah, you? and then you, sh- you saw the replay, and it's obviously he just totally mistimed the header. I just don't know how he hasn't put it away. And yeah, that could have been could have been the game from there. But yeah, they, they yeah, like I said, they were playing good football. He had a few good chances, and not just like oh, like long distance shots or half track they were good goal scoring opportunities and mm. he didn't quite put them away and it was yeah what well, 0-0 at half time wasn't it and just like I said Arsenal dominated and were in control of the game but he thought 0-0 Chelsea might come out and put up a bit of a fight but I, said, I didn't really feel at any stage watching that like mm. we're under pressure here we never they had a couple of breakaways with Sterling would get in behind Zinchenko where he'd push into midfield but that's about all they really threatened yeah um, I mean going back to Zeus he hasn't scored in nine games since mm. the Spurs game but for me, as, not, as a fan, I don't really care. Like it's He's not, playing at such a high issue, level. Is it? It's not an issue when like, the team is top of the league. Other people are scoring. You you beat Chelsea. Jesus hasn't yeah. scored. But he was so, so good against yeah. Chelsea. Like, and people, so good. Yeah, people look at that and try and say, oh, he hasn't scored. Like, like No. Like, you, like I said, you're top of the league. You can't argue that. You, yeah, he's he's playing well. He's, you can't deny that at all. And the goal came in the 63rd minute. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a couple of chances beforehand. I think Thiago Silva got robbed by um, Jesus. And then mm-hmm. just, uh, Saka played him through and he, he could have scored. But he went for the corner. And Saka's corner looked like initially it went all the way through. Um, I don't know what Cucurella was doing. Oh, hugging. Was a few of them. There was, hugging. <laughs> yeah, there was, I think the front post was Thiago Silva and Havertz. Just the ball went through their mm-hmm. bodies. And then Cucurella just, like you said, hugging whoever it was. I'm not sure. It might have been Jesus. But... Not even attempting to look at the ball, and yeah, Gabriel just make sure it goes in and one nil, one nil to the Arsenal. So wasn't it? Gabriel has scored nine goals from corners since 2020. All his goals for Arsenal oh, come really? from come yeah. from corner situations. Yeah, yeah. I mean and that was going in anyway, wasn't it? He just made sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And he scored more Premier League goals than any other defender since the start of last season. Um, what I think Gabriel has been had a bit of stick this season because he's not because whether Saliba's come in and been like a buddy Rolls Royce, mm. he's been superb. Yeah. And he's Mr. Calm, cool, collected, whereas Gabriel yeah. was like Mr. Passionate. Bit of rash, yeah. yeah. Yeah, rash. He's like the good cop, bad cop yeah. sort of thing. And um, But he's he's a real threat from set plays, Gabriel. Yeah, they, and those two, we'll get on to Saliba later on, but they, like we said, they just had no... Yes, Chelsea were poor, but that's to do with how well Arsenal played as well, and those two were, were pivotal, and they just they just didn't give Aubameyang a sniff, did they? Well, they only gave him eight touches to the ball. Exactly, yeah. And he had two <laughs> two touches in your box in the whole game that he played. He played 60-odd minutes, 65 minutes, something like that. Two of them were from kickoff as well. Yeah, exactly. So, he was yeah, a it, it was a very comfortable game for Arsenal, but, yeah, Aubameyang, what a disgrace he was. When you compare, obviously, he had his BT promo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nothing personal. Yeah. Um, just... That just sums. I think that he, that sums up where Arsenal used to be and where Arsenal yeah. are now. Like that, just clown. He's just an absolute clown, mate. Mm. Yeah, no. He was a good player for us. Like we wrong and 
scored a couple of goals against Chelsea in the Cup final, won a CFA Cup, and that, which will always be fond memory of mine. Yeah. But Bloke's a clown, mate. You saw that from the Amazon documentary, don't you? Yeah. seen it? No, well, the, um, I saw it with a clip before. Or? Um, no, oh, but you, no, just see Amazon, him, you just sorry, see how he acts yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. You can and see why Arteta has done that. He's got rid of that sort of player, that sort of character. He's got in young, hungry players that essentially, not not they know nothing because players like Jesus and Zinchenko have learned from the best, but Martinelli, Saka, Odegaard to some extent, they're, mm. they're players that are hungry and want to perform well, so anything and everything Arteta's telling, they're, they're just soaking it up and going going out and doing it, and it's, it's working mm. absolutely perfectly at the minute. Well, you compare them, eight touches Bamiyang had to Jesus, who had 62 in the game. Like, it yeah. shows the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. El Nieni came on, and I think he came on on the 80th, 89th minute yeah. and had more touches than yeah. Bamiyang, or Ridiculous. made more passes as well. Ridiculous. Just, he just had one of them shockers, hooked off about 64, 64 55, yeah, yeah, 65 like minutes. Um, yeah, it just weren't good. It weren't good at all. But yes, yeah, so like I said earlier, it's the first time Arsenal have won three consecutive Premier League games away at Chelsea. Mm. And um, going on to a bit of Chelsea... After I don't know if you listened to any of the uh, the post match stuff. Mm. Um, there's this whole agenda going round and this around Chelsea that they're um, feel let's feel sorry for Chelsea. Arsenal are way ahead of their projects. Um, Rio Ferdinand even said, okay, Arsenal are three years ahead of Chelsea." And I'm sitting there thinking, "I know J- Jim is going to clip me." I'm sitting there thinking. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking. <laughs> um, but I don't know what else to say apart from I'm sitting yeah. there thinking. But it's um, where's this agenda come from, Chelsea? Apparently, are the best team in the world, aren't they? They're club world yeah. champions. They're, they're still, with, still with the badge on the. They finished third last year. Yeah. They've spent a quarter of a billion pound in the summer. Todd Bowley just bought Chelsea for two point five billion. That's Six. the most expensive a club, a football club, has ever been bought for ever, regardless of any. Man City was bought for three hundred million. Mm. And so, yeah. they were same as same said about Frank Lampard's team. They said, "Oh, this is a poor, poor old Frank hasn't made Barney one." Blah blah. No. blah. And then right, Tuchel no. went and won the Champions League with that team. Yeah, six of that starting eleven for Chelsea started the Champions League final. Yeah, and that's one of the sort of things. That is one of the things that come out about Tuchel. He said, "I mean, I think when you beat them four 0 was it last year you beat them four 0 Four two. Ah, okay. When do you, I don't know. So a game you or someone they lost to four 0 and he said, "The problem is we've got the same players and." And obviously Tuchel's been sacked now. Potter's in. Obviously this is an identical group. Like, yeah, that project rubbish. Bloody hell. Like that. seventy million for Fano. All right, he didn't play. Mm. But they had fifty million Sterling, sixty million Cucurella, mm. thirty-five million Kulibali sat on the bench, ten million pound of Bamiyang. They spent. They spent a lot of money yeah, on. No, the, what's the project. this project? Like, yeah. you're the Champions League winners. You've got a 19, 99 million pound striker out yeah. on loan. Yeah. You've got the world's most expensive goalkeeper. And just because you've got <laughs> Potter, like young, yeah, English, like new sort of manager, he's now a project. Like, no. You've got Cucurello is the world's what's the world's most expensive fullback when he went sixty million. Also, the world's worst fullback. You've got <laughs> Ben. I know Ben Chilwell was injured, but still, he was mm. like fifty million. The summer before, yeah, um, I couldn't. You've got the world's best player in Jorginho, apparently. When you win, didn't you win the <laughs> you win like all, the yeah. equivalent to the Ballon d'Or last year. Yeah, um, I don't feel sorry. You've got Kai Havertz, who apparently is this god. Apparently, Champions League winning yeah, Kai yeah, Havertz, you yeah. big game, big game Kai. <laughs> but he can't defend from a corner, so he's no use. I, I look at Sterling. I watched him. I just think he must think, what have I done here? Mm. And he was the only positive that was about yeah. Chelsea. He, he had an okay game compared to the rest of them, and obviously, mm. yeah, still they had five shots, one on target. I don't, I don't recall Ramsdale making a save. No, he didn't. I don't think he did. So I think the shot on target was probably a block shot. Yeah, it's probably a catch from yeah. a dribble. Like, do you know what I mean? Nothing. It was absolutely nothing. They Chelsea. 
Which just offered, man. yeah, offered absolutely nothing. You so. had money. Mason's hollow was getting nutmeg by Ben White. Oh, Mason Mount! <laughs> don't let me, don't let me start on that person. Um, wow. They're just. I don't get where this agenda's come from. Like you said, just because they've got Potter in, yeah. that everyone now should feel sorry for them and feel yeah. poor old Chelsea, poor old Chelsea. Yeah, no, they're, they're the last club. I feel, 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 feel yeah, sorry for. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of our friends support whoever: Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, City, whatever. But a lot of people, or most people, have a. I mean, I don't like Arsenal or Chelsea, but Chelsea, bloody hell, like they are yeah. the bottom of the pot. They're yeah. horrible, absolutely yeah. horrible club. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Yeah, they're awful, and they'll um, Arsenal are not far behind. But bloody hell, yeah, I'm not. Nah, Chelsea are sorry. We're Arsenal, mate. <laughs> I can't. You're not. You're not at all. Um, yeah, Arsenal became the first team to win ten Premier League away games at Stamford Bridge. Really, the first team to do it. Yeah, but I wish you had that record there. Because <laughs> yeah. we used to. Because going on to this thing, I was doing some research. So I thought under Arteta, we've actually done pretty well. Because mm. we used to. Uh, um, the real glory days of Chelsea were the Mourinho Drogba days when Drogba yeah. used to just oh four oh five just absolutely destroy Senderos and yeah. our team. So Arsenal's record at Stamford Bridge from two thousand and four to two thousand and nineteen, fifteen games, two wins, ten defeats and three draws. <sighs> That's probably still better than us. <laughs> <laughs> Since Arteta took over, yeah. four games, three wins, one draw, That's no f- losses. Yeah. Well, it's Fantastic, yeah. isn't it? You couldn't ask for more. That's exactly what you dream of. But, yeah, no. Uh, although I, I dislike Arsenal and obviously have a strong hate towards Chelsea as well. But, yeah, you can't deny Arsenal are definitely, sadly, after the weekend, I think you're you're there to stay. You are you are right up there. And that, that result left Arsenal back on top and left Chelsea in seventh. We were on 21 points, yeah. Arsenal on 34, so quick maths. 13. 13 yeah. points behind, with Chelsea have got Newcastle away up next. Yes, and that top four is looking very tough now, isn't it, all of a sudden? Yeah, um, especially with Newcastle doing how they're doing. We'll obviously get into Newcastle in a yeah. sec, but like I said, it's... Um, yeah, Wolves away for Arsenal as well. That could be a just for the just before the break. That could be a nice... Uh, that looks a bit sticky for me. I know you'll get everyone rise your eyes, but... Obviously, Wolves have got um, Lopetegui. Is, Lop- 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 is that his first game? Or no? Yes. Well, the first time might be either today, tomorrow or Thursday, whoever they've got in the uh, League Cup. Okay. I but don't know. I don't, I don't know, but his first Prem game will be at Arsenal. I don't know if it is. I think. Or is he starting after the World I Cup? I think he might start after Christmas, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think he does. I think his contract or whatever he's done is after Christmas. So, yeah, he'll they'll be still with that caretaker bloke for the weekend. I hope so, yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully Wolves get a result, but... I can't see it. I think City got. Um, we talk about City, but they've got Brentford at home. Mm. Say you both win, you're still two points clear going into the break. Top so. of Christmas for the first time since. Yeah. Oh, wow. Scary, isn't it? It's scary. <laughs> it's definitely like I said before. Um, I think last week about it that this weekend, hopefully that's the that's the end of Arsenal. But yeah. Well, I no thought way. it would be when Harlan got that 95th mm. minute penalty. I thought, oh, here we go. Yeah. No, this is. Um, I think Arsenal will be right up, and they'll play it down, and rightly so. You don't want to. Yeah, you wouldn't want to shoot yourself in the foot, but. Yeah, I think Arteta and, and that team you've got at the minute is um, right up there. Yeah, so like I said, with the main improvements this year for Arsenal have been, like I said, the experience of um, Jesus and, uh, what's his name, Zinchenko, Zinchenko coming yeah. in. Saliba added into that back mm-hmm. line. And I think, shout out to Ben White as well, who's come in and really mm-hmm. made that right back position his own. Does he go to um, the World Cup, Ben White? Does he start the World Cup? That's, like, yeah, like, and that's, that's the conversation that like, people need to have, but... 
people aren't there saying, oh, does he go? Does he get in the squad? Well, surely he has to be in the squad. Like, I saw a, a thing online earlier, and it was four different England teams with four different centre-back partnerships yeah. for John Stones. So it's John Stones and Maguire, yeah. Bin. John Stones and Dyer, Bin. <laughs> John Stones and, I think it was Tomori, oh. Bin. And John Stones and... Tomori, because he's good on FIFA. Like, and who was away. the other one? Uh... Uh, Cody, yeah, no, <laughs> Cody, <laughs> yeah, Cody. There was, I think it was Chris Sutton, Get the wheelchair out. Chris Sutton, Alan Shearer. Uh, it was two others, and I was just like, so I mean, it wasn't any of them teams. Uh, yeah. me, I know I'm biased as hell, but yeah. if Trippier's not playing right back, if just say Walker's not fit, Ben White's the best right back in a minute with Trippier. You, so. You'd have to put Trippier left back, yeah. right, right back. Uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's um. Uh, ben White has to go to the World Cup. Chala- that Trevor Chalaber chat is <laughs> finished. I'm glad that it's over. It is over. <laughs> Chalaber, no more. Goodbye. Mount as well. You can you can have a week um, a winter off with Chalaber if you want. That's you're awful. Two goals and two assists for Money Mace. Does Mount start for England though? Not I'm not saying yeah. Yeah, yeah no. He, does does. He? No, he probably does. That's just, that's the most sad and depressing thing is that Mount will probably start. Matt, I reckon he'll start over a Grealish or a Foden. Yeah. One of them. Yeah, no, I know. And I would totally disagree. But, yeah, thinking like Southgate will be, yeah, 100%. Mount mm. goes and probably starts. It's, yeah, embarrassing. Money, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, like said, I'm, I'm glad you touched on that Chalaba one. Because as soon as that, oh. when that came into our group chat, I was like, oh, getting no. the straight away. <laughs> Chalaba. Do you know what he, look, do you know what he looks like? Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like, have you ever created like a, have you ever had the Wii? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looks like one of them Wii Sports, Wii Sports characters, <laughs> doesn't he? <laughs> his head and hair is like the perfect. Yeah, he's um, he's not the most attractive <laughs> man. His hair is his proper Wii character. He's definitely not a good footballer. So, yeah, um, Chalaber, no. Ben White, I think has to go and potentially start. But like mm. we said, the way Southgate thinks, I think it'd be yeah, Maguire, be Dyer, and Cody, <laughs> Trippier, Maguire, Dyer, yeah. and Shaw. <laughs> yes, yeah. I think that um brings an end to that game it was, that was the early kick off 12, 12 o'clock weren't it on the Sunday yeah. and then that was shortly followed by Unai Emery's first game in charge of Aston Villa yes um, good evening I didn't really know what to expect from that game really um, no, United had been playing well yeah I did not expect the result I thought although it was Emery's first game I just I thought United have had a good run of form I just yeah they're going to go down and win but very very wrong and did you did you know before um, obviously Sunday, um, Man United had a current twenty three unbeaten twenty three match unbeaten record at Villa Park. Yeah, just yeah, I've seen that. I've, I've got actually got it here. Twenty, it was a twenty seven year wait for a yeah. win for a win at Villa Park for Villa. Then ni- in nineteen ninety five was their last win at home to United, three one. Who scored the third goal? For Villa. For Villa in, in nineteen five. Yeah, ninety five. Uh, uh, a penalty. Uh, Dion Dublin. No, it was Dwight York. Dwight York. Who obviously later on went, went on to United and formed the partnership with Cole. But yeah, 27 years for the win um, against United and Emery does it in his first game. Emery masterclass after 11 minutes. Yeah, I've got, I've got here, sorry, that <laughs> Emery said, I was dreaming it and I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so Good evening. The, the, uh, the masterclass of Emery um, yeah, in his first game. But yeah, no, just like we said at United, they end, it ends their nine-game nine unbeaten run. Uh, Ronaldo was captain. Yeah, I've got oh. a note on Ronaldo being captain here. Yeah. Um, I know Fernandez was suspended. Mm. But had the week start, wouldn't it? His first start in the league. Yeah, Maguire's awful, so yeah. he sat on the bench and watched that. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but Ronaldo captain. He sort of 
seems to have got himself back in that team a little bit now. Yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks ago they were saying how he should never play for Man United again, managed. and now he's and now he's the captain. So, yeah, God knows. But since <clears throat> Gerrard's left um, Ever- uh, Everton, um, Aston Villa have scored five um, five goals in the first fifteen minutes of the two of the three games they've played, mm. um, which shows some sort of. Quick it's bounce. Weird, yeah, it's a strange old scenario. And it how really looks just turn around and go. Right now, we're going to start playing football. It's, mm. Yeah, ridiculous. it really looks like they just down tools with yeah. um, Gerard. It looks like he made that a toxic dressing room, and yeah. they weren't they weren't interested because they were three 0 up within fifty minutes against Brentford, mm. and they led two 0 um, against United in Emery's first game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Dino's free kick was very good, wasn't it? The um, the second goal. Yeah, well, it wasn't actually. I, what I thought it was a very good free kick at first, and then listening to um, he's listened to Ben Foster's podcast this week. No, why is he, he, was he a, complaining? A I saw that the Martinez what he done. Yeah, he was doing the wall. Yeah, and yeah. They had him and Aston Villa's old goalkeeping goal coach, uh. goal, goalkeeping coach, <laughs> and they crucified Taylor oh, really? for the first two. Oh. And I thought well, a bit harsh, but yeah, I suppose yeah. they know what they're talking about, don't they? But then the second goal, Martinez got himself all muddled up, didn't he? And then he lost the ball and Shaw had to wipe him out and then it conceded the free kick. But mm. yeah, 2-0 in sort of 12 minutes, wasn't it? 11, 12 minutes. And and then Shaw got, gets one back, didn't he? A deflected shot. Yeah, came off Jacob Ramsey, mm. but just on half-time. And, um, but Villa came straight out the second half and within the five minutes were threw one up again. And Jacob Ramsey scored a goal and got an own goal. Um, yeah. I've got a little thing on it. I don't know if you'd knew but he was the first he's the fourth player in the Premier League history to score a goal assist and score an own goal in one match that is yeah ridiculous isn't it <laughs> I mean I'm quite surprised that's only the fourth person to ever do that it's like yeah do you want to have a guess at the other three that was going to be my teaser but oh, I thought no, no, no chance, chance. Uh, why do you play for Spurs I was thinking of a Spurs player goal and assist and an own goal oh Gary Doherty no <laughs> no he's no, one, of your, one of your all times I don't know. Gareth no Bale. Really? Mm. Own goal. The one I can remember, I don't know, I, don't, I might be right, but I might yeah. be wrong. The one, only own goal I can remember him scoring is um, against was it Liverpool when he got the ball booted in his face. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember yeah. from the line? No, I, I don't know. I, I think Len, Len, it might have been Lennon or, Lennon or someone went yeah, to clear yeah. and it booted the ball straight <laughs> in his face and it went in. Uh, that'd be a classic. The, the other two were Wayne Rooney and Kevin Davis. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No chance. No chance. But yeah, I think Emery come in and he put Digne back in. I know Digne's been injured. He hasn't. He's not been available for to pick. But mm-hmm. straight back in the side, and Ramsey was back in the side and got man of the match. So, and I think he 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 changed like he had Bailey further forward and uh, Buendia off the left. So a slight change in formation mm-hmm. for that game, maybe or is what he thinks they should play going forward. And it seems to do the job. Jacob Ramsey's a player I've really liked. I thought last season he had a really good end of the season when Gerrard was there. Um, and I actually said, I remember saying to Griffin that in the summer, I said, I would love Arsenal to maybe have a look at him mm. in maybe in a year or two time or something like that. But I thought he could be a real box-to-box, box-to-box player who scores mm. goals. Gets yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's not a, he's not a, um, he's a pretty decent player, I think, isn't mm. he? Yeah. And it, it may be in a better side. And, and when Villa do well, he's, he seems to be part yeah. of the reason why. So. I mean, like so with Digne coming back in, he was signed last January when Rafa sold him mm. and Gerard bought him. Been a pretty non-existent Year for him, hasn't it? Yeah, he hasn't done much. Didn't know just a big. That was just a big sideways. Big name, wasn't it? Yeah, just a bit of a sideways move for him, wasn't it? Mm. Really, and he's alright. I think he's a pretty solid Premier League left back. But yeah, again, under a new manager, players like him, Watkins, even Danny Mm. Ings, if he gets involved, that Bailey starts playing more. They 
could all change. They could be very different. And Emery was just the fourth manager to win his first Premier League game in charge against Man United. Mm. Um, I didn't think he'd win, to be fair. Because Man United have been playing no. quite well recently. Yeah, they, they? they have been good. Uh, I'd say they were unbeaten in nine. And apart from that City, when they got absolutely smashed, they've, every mm. other game they've been either won or been involved and mm. been very good. Um, obviously, apart from the start, um, first two. But yeah, I just thought, yeah, United go there, do it. They might, might concede, might be 2 1, 3 2 or something. But. Mm. Yeah, very wrong. Yeah. Villa come out and absolutely smashed them. Yeah, off day for um for Man United and mm. for Martinez didn't have a great game. Um, red card or not? She has elbows on. I don't. Um, know. It's, it's a yellow card, I think. I I don't know. It's a. He shouldn't have done it. I don't know how they didn't think about it and even have a have a look because it was what was he doing? Like he's. <laughs> I know he hasn't elbowed him in the face, but he still used his elbow twice yeah. and like it was so aggressive and so unnecessary and. And very violent. Like, mm. if I know it sounds true, but if that was in his face, it's obviously a red card. But mm. yeah, the way he done it, and yeah, the way he uses elbows. Yeah, I mean, it's very. I thought he was very lucky. The the decisions that we've seen and we'll talk about. Yeah. Very lucky that he he got away with it. Really. Did you see Belly's tweet about it? No. Uh, <laughs> Crying about. Yeah, it. he, he couldn't breathe. Weird. Yeah, he, I was like, oh, I mo- I um spoke to the linesman and said I couldn't breathe and all that <laughs> stuff. I was like, what are you doing, mate? Just yeah. It, yeah, it was it was a strange one, very strange one. But quickly on United, they. Most defeats in a calendar year, which is nine, since uh, 1989, where they lost 12. Wow. So, for United, 1989 was the last time they, they um, lost more than nine games in a year. So, it shows see. you the the standard they normally have. Good so. to see they're improving since Fergie yeah, left. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll be better than everyone else. Like, yeah. But, yeah, I think a very, very um, off day for United. And... Um, Another off day for Cristiano, who committed more fouls than he did have shots in the Premier League this season. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, he's strange one. Um, very strange. And that leaves Man United. It's a weird, it's a weird old season. It's Man United are in fifth. It's still not bad for them, really. Though. No. No. Um, I mean, and that leaves them fifth. And they're actually closer to the relegation zone than they are on the top of the league. <laughs> Which is... Uh, it's numbers. Yeah. But um, Man United drew Barcelona yesterday, didn't they? Mm, saw that. Which is an yeah, interesting... What, what a fall from grace that was. <laughs> I mean... What a fall from grace put Maguire up front for yeah, 15 <laughs> Europa League, wow, that was quality. I texted you, didn't I? I said, uh, I said Maguire up front or something. Just slab and CR. Yeah, that's, what a combo. That was brilliant. When I saw him, they were bringing him on, I thought, oh, maybe we just... Like, they might start him sending him back and then go five minutes ago, right, go on, get mm. out front. But he literally come on as a centre forward. <laughs> and, they just, and they did just go route one to his head. And it, he actually won a few headers, but obviously he didn't drop and didn't happen. But yeah, very funny to see. I was saying yesterday to the boys at football, surely now we're all on the. Let, let's all be serious. Yeah, right? Let's yeah. all be serious for a minute now. <laughs> right, there's no, there's no bias, no jokes. Yeah. There's no way that man can go to <laughs> the World Cup. He can't start. He he will go to the World Cup. But he, One start since August. He can't start. He, and he's just starting up front. Maybe yeah, Kane, maybe yeah, Kane yeah, gets yeah, injured. Yeah. Get him up top. He's, yeah, he won't <laughs> take Tony. He'll take Maguire <laughs> as a striker. No, there's. He just he will he just will go because that's what Southgate's about. But. He just can't start. Surely not. Imagine the first World Cup game and Harry Maguire centre half. He can't make. He, he literally. He, he literally. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, there's a there's massive no, chance he will. There's no grounds for him starting. <laughs> I won't watch that. But well, I, can't, I don't think I can watch the first game anyway. It's at one o'clock on a Monday yeah, afternoon, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Which is a joke. Like I said, that that um, result leaves May United in fifth. Played thirteen, won seven, drawn two, lost four, and a minus one goal difference. Set on twenty three points. Mm. Full away next, isn't it for them? Uh, yeah, Fulham, for the yeah. break, could be a tough yeah. game if Mitrovic is back. Yeah, it could be. Uh, it's a Fulham, a massive up and down, but yeah, I mean, 
after United losing away, it could be a tough, tough fixture before the break, couldn't it? Mm. But then United, you think they are four points above Liverpool and two above Chelsea. Like, mm. can't complain too much of them. No, I think they'd, they'd be more than happy. I think they're three points out of the top four with, with a game in hand. Yeah, they're like, recent form. They've been good. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much. You got anything more to say on that one? Uh, no, no, mate. All good. Should we move on to the the final game of the weekend? Um, yeah, we move on to Tottenham Spurs Liverpool. Do you want to tell the um, the viewers where you watched the game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was in Oslo for the weekend, and um, the pub was called the Wild Rover, and it was a Liverpool supporters club in in a uh, middle of Oslo, and a a famous John Aldridge was special guest that that night. Did you know it was a um, Liverpool bar before you got in there? We went. I think we went in the night before, and I saw on the as you went in there on the on the sort of banister thing, it said like Liverpool, you never walk alone or something. But I just assumed, ah, oh, there's obviously they, they like the Premier League and there's all sorts. There was different tops and football memorabilia and about there was like Roy Keane stuff and things like that. So I thought, oh, didn't really, yeah, didn't really think much of it. And then mm. walk in there and there's like a big poster of Salah <laughs> and you'll never walk alone and things like that. And bloody John Aldridge sat up, sat, sat up on the stage. Um, yeah, but to be fair, I mean. They give it all that, and there was. I think John was talking to me and my two friends and about four um, Norwegians. So mm. it was hardly a big audience <laughs> for John. <laughs> so going into the game, I think I, I predicted the Spurs win. I think did you as well? Or did uh, you draw? I think I said last week a one-all draw. Um, more that I didn't want us to lose, mm. um, and yeah, I, I was pretty not confident, but yeah, I was hoping that oh, we can actually get a result today, but. Mm. I mean, yeah, just similar yeah, we'll to the Chelsea to game. As soon as I saw the starting lineup, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew he had a couple of injuries, but I was yeah. just like, "Why is Conte played a goalkeeper, nine defenders, <laughs> and Harry Kane?" It's like it is. Someone said it, but like when you're playing a computer game like FIFA or Ultimate Team, whatever it is, and you're struggling for players, all these players are out, and you've just got right. We've got Harry Kane. We just fit everyone else around him, and we'll just lump it up to Harry Kane, and we're going to win the game. <laughs> it was just yeah, that team. It was like you said, nine defensive players and. Perisic wasn't even that bad. He wasn't. He did a, a an okay job. He could have scored. Could have scored a couple, but he's he's not. Perisic isn't Messi or he's not Ronaldo. He's mm. not. He's not Harry Kane, not for example. Yeah. Is it? yeah. He, tell me, he's been playing left wing back. Then he gets sort of told to push up a little bit higher, play sort of left wing, and now he's being told play number ten behind Harry Kane. Like, yeah. So you can't expect miracles from him, really. So was Lucas not fit at all? Mora was on the bench, but. Because he only got three minutes, didn't he? Yeah, he's only he's only recently just come back, and he's also not very good. So <laughs> I don't think Conte wants to play him. Obviously, Kudelski came on and got the assist, but he that was his first yeah, game back. back so. injury, yeah. And then Brian Gill, are, are you going to play the seventies porn star? Probably not. So <laughs> yeah, it's, he cost you a bit of money, didn't he? Uh, twenty, I think. Oh. Twenty. <laughs> Who signed him? Nuno. I don't know. Nuno or Jose, wouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Either. No, he's no, it's harsh. He's, he absolutely runs his nuts off. He's like eighteen years old. He's yeah. He probably should still be in school, but you can't really blame him. Um, but yeah, it was just like you said, the weird, the weirdest team selection. And, and I th- yeah, yeah. like I said, as soon as I saw that, I thought, mm, no, Liverpool have got this. Yeah, they look good. Their first ten minutes, they looked really good. Yeah, they, they went started well. Didn't sort of the eleventh minute when it's Salah again, but it's just that goal like we. The way Tottenham play, the first just about the first half. Ignore the second, we'll get to that. But the first half and that goal, the first goal was a perfect example. Of what we're doing, we we just don't apply any pressure. We don't we don't get go near them. We don't make a tackle or 
the midfielders aren't pressing and trying to win the ball back. Centre halves aren't getting near their strikers or blocking it or anything. You watch the goal, they start from the back, go go through the midfield, go out wide to Robertson. Robertson's got about 20 yards of space, runs forward, looks in the middle. There's Nunes, uh, Salah and Firmino, three of the best players on the pitch with two of our centre-backs not even near them. Like, it's just... Mm. I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand it. You expect it on a Sunday and you're all hungover, but not at Tottenham in the game against Liverpool. It's just, yeah, ridiculous. It's so it's so poor. It's so poor. Well, funny you say that. You might have some... You might see some better right-backs on a Sunday than uh, yeah, hungover true. than Royal. Yeah. But how many times have you said that Robertson get that ball in that left channel and just clip it into Nunes, yeah. who and ran... Who was the right centre-back playing? Dyer. Dyer, yeah. Dyer was it, out of position when he yeah. little bit, yeah. Oh, it's just... And then the second goal, Dyer. That's why the title is like, <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Diabolical defending from Eric Dyer, really, so... It was literally, no, like we said, you train all week, and then that happens. Yeah, it's just... What, what can you do as a coach? Um, and, yeah, and that's... It, when but it's one they deserved it, I think. They did deserve going 2-0 up at... Yeah, they, they were the better team in the first half, but at 1-0, we... We had a bit of reaction. Perisic um, had the header that came off the obviously Allison's head and then hit the post, and we were, we were doing okay. We sort of got back in the game a bit, showed a bit of fight, and then Dyer decides to shoulder one to Lloris. And even if Dyer heads that ball cleanly, Salah's already yeah. running in and read the read what he's going to do. So mm. Lloris is under massive pressure, and we've seen what he, he's up to recently. So <laughs> yeah, Dyer just no confidence in the bloke at all. And again, we'll, we'll talk a bit more. I'll talk about <laughs> Dyer later on, but. Yeah, just just a terrible decision. Just head the ball away, carry on the game. 1-0, we're still in the game, and 2-0, yeah. it's over. And before we get to the second half, penalty or no penalty? Trent oh, on... Assessment. Penalty. Penalty. If, if, you're, if you're looking at decisions that have happened and that's not a penalty, then what is? Um... The reason I say it's not a penalty is because you didn't deserve to have it a penalty. Oh. It was the same end that when Cedric. Oh yeah. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm joking. I'm winding you up, but. I don't know. It's ridiculous. I, you can't stuff. be seeing, uh, like you say, you you see him. That that's what frustrates us always, football fans, yeah. is the lack of consistency. I mean, yeah. I think it's soft as hell. Hey, what, what's he doing anyway? Yeah. His hand shouldn't be there. Well, yeah. Why is Trent even doing it? It's it's a classic case of if that's anywhere else on the that's pitch, a, it's, it's a, a foul. Yeah. Um. And if he gives it, they don't they don't overturn it. No, they don't go at all. That's that's not a foul. Like so, but you see some really soft ones that have been given for similar things. But yeah. I think it was just I don't know. He j- I just don't think he wanted to give it because he thought it was soft. Yeah, no, he, and, and it's he, the referee is right. But in other games, just on the weekend we've seen, there's been ridiculous penalties given, and he doesn't give that when he's given a foul two minutes for on Bentecourt for doing exactly the same. And then throughout the game, I text in the group, but watch the game. And that happens all the time. It just arms get thrown about all the time. The ref gives it, but in that situation, he says no because it's in the box, and it's just another awful, awful referee in the Premier League. You have to be a, that. Yeah, it's like a thing. You have to have a special, a special foul for it to be a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trent has to shove both arms on his back. Prob- like, probably yeah, as silly yeah. as it sounds. Yeah, probably. It's yes, yeah, ridiculous. I thought he. Um, I'm a big fan of Trent, but I thought he had an absolute shocker. He's bad defensively, very bad. He's good. His pass, he is makes brilliant. a good pass. He's brilliant. Uh, his technique and that is fantastic. Hey, how many times did he lose his head? I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's a uh, strange player. And for them, I thought that Canato was very good throughout the whole game. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was very, very good. Yeah, he and was then solid. Apart from um, Neville just killing him on commentary. Yeah. For the, after after the Kane goal, scored, yeah, and then he just killed him most yeah. of the game. And that's yeah. Second half could have actually come on. Doherty come on. Session and. Uh, Royale came off and um, Kulazewski shows like obviously a little mm. slip through ball but that's what he brings to us straight away and 
it lifts people around and they realise, all right, he's a quality player. Right, we're in the game here. Kane looks at him and goes, right, I've actually got someone who's going to give me the ball here. So, And we get back in the game. We were good. We were good second half. Perisic hits the bar. Um, yeah, we obviously scored the goal. We had a few late chances that we could have scored. Yeah, long lay header. I think Bentacore sort of just brushed one with his head. So, And second half, was that's what we want to see. We want to not... Don't run like we have to. You have to be fit, and it's very hard to press and run and uh, play that high attack in football. But Conte, supposedly with his fitness staff and his pre-season, meant to be the most grueling thing ever. Surely they're fit enough and good enough to do to perform this this way and this system that he goes on about. But for some reason, I've said it about West Ham, but as in the way they play with Moyes and the counter counter-attacking style, but. We are like an extreme version of that. First half, we are like, ah, oh, it's all right. We'll just we'll just waltz about and we'll we'll jog and we won't get near anyone. And it's right. Second half, we'll come out when they're tired and win the game. It's just just too much and mm. keeps happening. It's just I just don't know why we're doing it. What I don't know what's going on. Well, you just said it then. If fit, fit enough or good enough? I, mm. I don't think half the players are good enough. I no, don't like, get it good enough. But surely they're fit enough. If Conte's a special manager, who's like has this pre-season, then surely they can run for ninety minutes. Mm. Like, like you said, your your best mate, another big game, another good team. Sorry, played against another performance is hiding. Mm. Didn't do anything. Didn't score well. He did score a world in the week. Old um, Hoiberg. Oh, Hoiberg, bloody hell! Oh, actually, yeah. Sorry about getting on to top. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Christ. So yeah, it's more about how we're playing and, and in relation to that, but. So Bournemouth, we pulled it back, great, 3-2 away win, that's fantastic, last minute, that's a good feeling, but we played Bournemouth, we played Bournemouth away, they're, they're awful, absolutely awful side, that awful club, Marseille, Marseille, we turned it around, right, great, Hoiberg scores the last second winner, we get we finished top of the group somehow, we're the worst team in that group when we finished top. Arsenal's OAPs, yeah. Arsenal rejects. But we played Marseille, who are Arsenal rejects and Premier League rejects, and if you don't, if you actually remember, Kolasinac, had a header moments before. I don't know, again. I don't know how he's missed. If he scored that, we're out. I can tell you why he's missed because I've watched him play for five yeah. years at Arsenal. But he's <laughs> so if he scores that, we're out of the competition. We're in Europa League. So and yes, we're going. And it's fantastic. That's a brilliant moment. We're all buzzing. But just think about what we've done there. The fine margins, yeah. Yeah, and then then we go to we play Liverpool at home. We lose two one. So really, what are we doing? What I'm playing again. Hoiberg goes missing. I so I thought Pursum had a good game. Bentancur's playing next to Hoiberg. So what's he got to do? Yeah, but this is the weird thing about your season. Like you're, you're still sitting in fourth, fourteen games, twenty six points. Yeah. Um, you're three points ahead of the position below you. Mm-hmm. Um, a point off third, and you're only eight points off top. Like I know that, that's I know. that's the weird thing about this season. This, yeah, and then it seems to be. And like I just said, I said all that about Champions League, but we're through. We got we we finished top of the group. Like I said, we're we are we are where we are in the league. So. What is there to moan about? Can you imagine on episode one of the podcast? I'm the, I'm the same. All football fans are the same. But imagine on episode one of the podcast, if I said to you, going into the World Cup break, oh, yeah. Spurs will be fourth and through to the Champions League. For, Champions oh, League. Yeah, I'd bite your hand off. You'd be like, I'd be like, please, please. please. That'd be yeah. unreal. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, what a start to the season. Yeah. But it, and it sounds like if I'm if you're listening to this, like, bloody hell, he's moaning a lot. What is he moaning about? But honestly, yeah, it's, we are... I just don't know what's happening. It's the way we're playing football. At the minute. That, that's that, that's a bit like when Arsenal had Emery. It was mm. okay. Like we finished fifth in the end. Like statistically, probably was we got to League final. Yeah. So on paper, it look, you're looking back at it. Oh, it yeah, looks like yeah, yeah. At the time, and still looking back at when it, you experience it, was it, horrific. Yeah, when you actually experience it, Emery not, ball, yeah, <laughs> was terrorism football. It was yeah, awful. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
he played that five three two whatever it yeah, is yeah. formation. It was just awful, man. And we had Klasnach back then, yeah. Mustafi and Socrates. And that's and what our our back five against Liverpool: Session, Davis, Longley, Dyer, and Royale. Session, if there was anyone good, shouldn't be a left back. Davis has been at club forever. Dyer was our years well not years ago, but a couple of years ago was our fourth choice centre back. Couldn't wasn't good enough to play centre field. Moved to centre half. Didn't want to play there for a drop. And now he's our starting centre half. It's yeah, mm. it's just very poor, very poor. And Royale is um, yeah, yeah Royale, Royale, still basket case. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to say about that man well, at all. What I what what I will say about him is um, actually I've been Neville annoys me a lot anyway recently. He needs to just focus on football. When he first came on the scene, he was a really good yeah, pundit, it was exciting. And yeah, now he's he doesn't talk about football anymore. All he talks about is politics. Or he's yeah. now he's on you. Have I got news for you? And all this nonsense, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, can you remember the awful, awful cross Royale put in? Well, the weekend? Yeah, well, one of many. Yeah, it was, I say, it was just before look. he got subbed. Right, no, And the crowd had just went nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Neville was like, oh, I don't understand why they're getting on his back, oh. blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's not good for the players. Oh. And I'm like, I'm sitting there because it's like, I've said it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking. <laughs> and um, <laughs> anyone who watches football know how bad that player has played oh. this season. And Spurs fans especially know yeah. how bad he is. Yeah. And I don't think it's any quint. I know Kuliskesi was the um, what's the word game was, the, was the game changer yeah. really, but also I don't think it it, it helped also that yeah Doherty no it came does on. yeah and that's what that's and Doherty's no world beater no but and that's, <laughs> that is all our like sort of fan base is saying is like surely Doherty you can tell that he's just slightly better and that's what we we think we know that Doherty's not good but. He's definitely an improvement on Royale. He has to be. <laughs> Doherty's a five yeah. and Royale's like a two. Yeah, yeah, he has to be. And he, he come on for half hour and he just played as a right back. And Royale beforehand was didn't know what to do. Dyer was next to him. Royale didn't know whether to go and press uh, Robertson or deal with Nunes. And then when he gets the ball, he's thinking, do I actually look at the ball and pass it? Or should I look at the fans and then pass the ball? Like He's just a div. Yeah, He's not even worth talking about. Talking of divs. <laughs> Thoughts on Nunes? No, he's, yeah. He's just chaos. Relentless, yeah. There's nothing... He's no... You don't have to be... This doesn't make you a good player, but there's no class about him. He's just like 100 miles an hour. He's going to sprint, and then if you're in the way, he's going to headbutt you, and I'm going to score, or I could spoon it off for a call. Like, he's absolutely... Yeah, it's unpredictable. He's, yeah. He might have been a bit of Welbeck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. He's just all over the place. Like, he got the lovely assist for Salah's first Mm. goal. Um, But I just... I look at him and just think... He's obviously raw talent, but... Yeah. He is really, really raw. Yeah, I think that is the best way to... Yeah. But then for 85 million, you almost expect a bit more. But like I said, he's young and... Like Mm. you said, he's raw and all the rest of it. But, yeah, he's he's a bit of a nutcase, isn't he? It looks like the GOAT is back on back on track now. Yep. Adds uh, uh, two to his tally, doesn't he? Six it's for the season so far. 19, 19 goals and assists this season in all comps mm. in 20 games. 14 goals and five assists over the Champions League and Premier League. And in his six seasons with Liverpool, he's only once had a better goal involvement Better goal involvement after 20 games. Oh dear. Um, yeah, he's so it looks like he's hitting a bit of form. Yeah, He now. wasn't... I mean, again, at the weekend, Liverpool aren't, weren't fantastic. They're not a, a scary side. I'm not, I don't think they were that good, but... Yeah, I mean, Dyer, like I said, give gives Salah a chance, and Salah puts that away brilliantly, doesn't he? Mm. And the first goal, nice little sort of snap, snapshot, wasn't it? And quick finish. The second one's just joking. It. Oh, the second, the thing. <laughs> Composure, yeah, lad. Composure. Just so good. Yeah, it was just. Yeah, it was, yes, Dyer's made a horrible mistake, but then Salah's gone. Yep, yeah, cheers, lobbed him, and 
can't really argue I, that. I think, like we said before on another podcast, he's one of them players. I put Kane in the same category. When they're through one on one, you just it's goal. Yeah, it's goal. Yeah, you just see that the, the back of the ball in the back of yeah. the net. Uh, Liverpool's first um, away win this season in the league as well. Yeah, which I thought was surprising that because um, they maybe didn't even deserve it in the end because, mm. like you said, um, Pu- uh, Pulis not Pulisic, Perisic hit the crossbar. Yeah. We were um, good second half, but yeah, first chances. And it ends their losing streak of two. And it moves Liverpool into eighth. Mm. Um, level on points with the mighty Fulham. Oh, I bet they're buzzing with that. Buzzing. And level on points with Crystal Palace, yeah. which is not great. Yeah, um, no. Southampton up next, though, before the, um, before the break. Yeah, we've um, got Tottenham got Leeds, Leeds at home as well at the weekend. So Another home game, is that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we're only good away, I think. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll get on to the, um, the other guys. Is there anything else you want to touch on? On... On Spurs? Uh, no, no, not really. No, we're done with Spurs. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> as soon as we get to the, the um, World Cup, the, the better. I think. Apart from Kane, any other Spurs players potentially going to the World Cup? Uh, England-wise, Dio. I think will go. Not that he deserves it. I'll talk about Dio in a bit, but <laughs> yeah, um, I think Dio will go somehow. Um, I I honestly thought again, not because he's. I don't mean he's he's a brilliant player at all, but. Ses- the start of the season, Session had a chance. He did have a, a big outside chance of going, and an outside chance of sneaking the squad. And yeah, absolutely no, no way he's going to that plane. Yeah. There's no way he's going to Qatar. But so he's been a huge disappointment. But um, yeah, <laughs> Kane and I think Dyer will sneak on. Uh, but um, of course, the Vikings going for the Super Danes. So <laughs> is he the captain? Uh, he should be. He should be. <laughs> he should. Uh, no, but he's going. Um, but yeah, no, Dyer I think will sneak on. But yeah, we'll get on to him. Yeah. All right. We'll um, leave that there, and um, we'll go for a break. And hopefully, we don't lose the sound this time. <laughs> Hello, listeners. It's former England and Premier League player Matt Jarvis here. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Remember to support the podcast by sharing with your friends and family, and leaving that five-star review. Now, come on, you irons, and stay loyal. So, um, as the title suggests, Saints sack Ralph. I mean. It yes. was coming. It was on the wall. It was yeah, on the and we we have mentioned right it. Not, on the wall. Not necessarily mentioned sacking him, but I did mention their their decline, didn't I? Similar to Burnley's sort of pattern of points mm. and score uh, goals scored and games lost and things like that. And yeah, I think they um I think they were probably just trying to hold out to the World Cup. Maybe obviously the one more game with the the League Cup as well. And but yeah, the weekend four one against Newcastle. That was they'd seen enough and they got rid of him. Yeah, well, watching the game on Sky, it was a shambles, mate. Yeah. Um, two different clubs, uh, two different clubs are going in two completely different directions. Hundred yeah, percent. Um, one looks with young new players looking fresh, exciting attacking football. Mm. One starting sixty-five-year-old Theo Walcott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who um, you, you showed me, but was playing what under twenty-ones, winning in the week or yeah, something ridiculous like. Just, yeah. I, I like Walcott was an, Ars- an Arsenal, a good player for Arsenal. I was going to say Arsenal great, and then I Ooh. stopped myself there. <laughs> Ooh, <clear laughs> <that>. <laughs> My standards aren't that low. Even though he was good, he scored 100 goals for Arsenal. Not yeah, no, he was ridiculous when he first came through. Um, but Theo Walcott starting for you in 2022. Yeah, like you're going to be in the relegation zone. In trouble, yeah. Yeah, especially against a side like Newcastle, uh, yeah. bang on form it's with a midfield double pi- double pivot of yeah. Ainsley Maitland-Niles and James Ward. Oh, like, yeah, it's not good. Wow. Um, yeah, they just look poor, and it what frustrates me is Arsenal, but drew to that, drew to that, yeah, dross, and that's yeah, that I mean that's going back to Arsenal, but Chelsea, yeah, there as well, but that's I mean that's I've got that here about Southampton. They just some not last season they 
So this was last season. They had a they had a better winter period, which got them to ninth by February, and then they lost nine and only won once in their final twelve to drop to fifteenth. And mm. and they're doing it now. Like you said, they drew against Arsenal, and then they lose stupid. Game. They beat Bournemouth away, but then they get battered by Newcastle at home. They're just they're so all over the place and. And lost to Palace last week as well. Yeah, and Raf Raffhausen has been been the main like has been there what I think nearly four years now, yeah. four seasons maybe, and nothing has changed from when he first came in to now. There's been no no improvement, no they may, may have got slightly worse. They're just yeah, they're just a very very strange club. Very I mean, strange. He, he should have been sacked at least twice before this. Mm. When oh losing, yeah, was nine, not losing nine nil twice. twice. Yeah. <laughs> Leicester and uh, United beat yeah. nine nil um, in two separate games and. Like I said, with Bournemouth, you, your manager has to go. That's not that just isn't acceptable. <laughs> it's time and, to go. Yeah, and yeah, he somehow kept uh, kept his job and finally got sacked the other day. So, I mean, Almiron started the goal scoring in the 35th minute. Um, yep, little Miggy again. Another one. Mm. Um, oh, killing me. I can't remember the song they've been singing about him. It's actually really yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. I, I don't want to attempt it, but yeah. <laughs> Miggy, is it like uh, Miggy? Uh, I don't know. It's good, but um, it's catchy because he. When he he's well, a likable player. Yeah, he? he's got such a little, little smiling, little young face. But he was so bad. He was so mm. bad when for how long he's been playing now. Um, but this year he's been brilliant. So he just seems so likable when it was. Um, yeah, I think ever since that Grealish comment as well, it just yeah. makes it, everyone wants him to score. And now, so yeah, and they're doing it. They're doing pretty well. So now suddenly they've got a bit of attention on him. But and you know, only Erling Haaland has scored more non-penalty goals this season than Amram. <laughs> Shows you what. What he's capable of, the little man. He's good. Um, but he's just, it was a lovely great goal as well, a little dummy. and yeah. Whether he meant the dummy or not. Oh, yeah, he went round the defender. Yeah, Ainsley, he sent um, Ainsley on the floor yeah. and then slipped it past um, the goalkeeper. And a uh, trippier assist, wasn't it? And a St. Maximum got an assist. I can't remember the goal, but he's, he's back in the fold again, isn't he? So. Yeah, so there was a bit of a, a worry at half time because it was 1 0, obviously, Newcastle. And um, Wilson came off mm. and Chris Wood came on, the mighty Chris Wood. Yeah, <laughs> the lump. Um, but apparently he was only ill, so he was uh, well, weren't fit a bit under the weather. Mm. Um, so Chris Wood came on and scored within 12 minutes of coming on. Yeah. And then four minutes later, it was Willock who got the um, trivia, got Willock's oh, okay. assist. Yeah. Um, and then that random Parade or Peru, whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, they scored, it's didn't a they? Great goal, that one. Yeah, it? they're just out of nowhere. And then they, obviously, Newcastle made it 4 1. And then Bruno made it, yeah, in the last minute. Yeah, they're just good, mate. They're a very, very good side, like we said. And obviously, we'll talk about more more about Hassan, really. But, yeah, I think Newcastle will be definitely going for top four throughout the whole season. January, like I said, I think they'll, they'll spend a bit of money now. They're, they're right up there. So, yeah, they're very, very good team. Well, so it looks like they're going to spend. Well, whatever happens now, yeah, they're going to spend Christmas in the top four because yeah. they're four points above fifth. So mm. they're going to spend Christmas in the top four. Yeah. And now I think it's the time for them, their own owners, to go right, this is our go get a yeah, player. There's a big opportunity here just to go. And buy, they, don't, they don't have to go mental, do they? But yeah, like you said, one, maybe two players that are going to come in and be very good players. And I'm thinking off the top of my head, go back for Madison. Mm. That went from in the summer. Yeah, go get Madison. I think he would jump at the chance to go. No, there. massively. That yeah. would help his England. I know if, if he doesn't get squad, if he doesn't get picked for the England squad, that's going to help him get picked for the yeah. England squad, playing for a, a better team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's players out there. Obviously, they can get to improve. Yeah. Um, but they look maybe really if solid. they got a striker, I know Wilson's doing well, and obviously you can't Chris trust him though, can you? If he's injured. Yeah, I mean, but Wilson really, I know. Again, he's doing well, but really, he's not a a European level yeah. forward, is he? So. I'm sure they're they're looking at that, but yeah, they're they're a dangerous side, aren't they? It's definitely not a place you want to be going. Mm. Yeah, and so it looks like they're replacing Ralph with um, 
the Luton Town manager? Mm, yeah, correct? Nathan Jones is their favourite. Has apparently. that been official? As, no, as I mean, it, he's the bookies' favourite and they keep talking about it on Sky and things like that. But, yeah, I think they and they seem to, they, they keep saying, oh, we want to basically do it as soon as possible. So, possibly by the weekend they could have a new new manager in. Um, yeah. They've got Ru, Ruben Sellers, who's like the first team coach now in charge um, until that happens. But, yeah, Nathan Jones, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a, it is obviously it's a bit of a random one, but, Almost, I'm glad that they're doing that. Not going right. Let's go get Allardyce. Allardyce or whatever. Short, not. I mean, Sean Nash is a relatively good manager, but that sort of, you know, I'll just yeah. go and get this Alan Pardew right. You come yeah. and do a job. No, like you've Hodgson. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they had Mark Hughes before, so yeah. I'm glad they're maybe trying something slightly different. I mean, we know very little about Nathan Jones, and mm. I don't pretend I do, but I found some things on him. You've obviously at Luton now. He got them promoted from League Two to League One. He reached the playoffs last year in the championship with Luton. I think they got the fifth lowest budget in the league and obviously a, a small, small club in terms of the championship. So maybe he's doing a good job and he might be a, an exciting and a sort mm-hmm. of different idea that they'll go with. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see because Ralph was definitely not the man. Yeah, I think the players were... I think we read earlier in the season though they were surprised he even made it through the summer, mm. old Ralph. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, that was even their players, like we said, who aren't of any note and they're they're already talking about it so yeah that maybe lo- there was sort of sort of background stuff we don't know about that loss leaves Southampton in the bottom three mm. um, one point adrift of their local rivals Bournemouth um, who also aren't on very good run of form we'll get on to them mm. I just think Southampton sitting there they've got 14 games three wins three losses and eight defeats eight defeats I've got that lost eight eight this season a minus 12 goal difference mm. They've only won once in the last five, and like I said, they've just dropped in back into the bottom three. One win in in their last nine. It's just yeah, it is just a sackable offence, isn't it? And it is that sort of form where the manager gets gets the gets um basically axed, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Yeah. Because like I said, if they're going for um, Nathan Jones, the young um, young manager, a bit unproven. That was their transfer policy in the summer. Mm. They signed. I don't know all the players off my head, but they signed. Yeah. At least three or four players from Man City mm. who were all. Well, I think the goalie. Yeah, the go- I didn't really realize the goalie was from Man City until yeah. I looked. He's like an Irish fella, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's quite young, and some other, like saying, some other players. But then they still got players like I know you have, a, have to have a mix. But Walcott, for example, just yeah, it's a mm. strange, strange team. Um, should we move on to the the final game on Sunday? Yep. Yeah, let's awesome. go on to the Mighty Hammers. Um, down to the London Stadium. Question. Has David Moyes' bubble burst, Jack? Or is it bursting? It could be. Is Moyes on the block next? That is the next question. David Moyes, what's I mean, happened? As an outsider, I would say you'd be ludicrous to sack him. Agreed, yeah. I'd, I'd 100% agree with that, that statement with you, yeah. Um, two reasons. A, I don't think he's done anyth- anything bad enough to be sacked. No. But my main reason is, who would you get? Exactly. That's exactly as... And you, because... They would go. Let's go get Pochettino, and yeah. you would say no, no. I let's go, go get Tuchel. No, <laughs> yeah. Like then, 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 sorry, West Ham. You're no chance in hell. Are you even on the same planet as Pochettino, Tuchel, any of these managers? Like, you just aren't. Yes, you got a sixty thousand seat stadium, but that is it. Like, you are David Moyes. Is his middle name might as well be West Ham. Like, it is perfect. You are a match made in heaven. But it, it could be a case of the um, what's it, three four year each. They just sort of yeah, stay or now. And it does. I mean, it's 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 really. I mean, lots of I've seen lots of West Ham fans sort of talk about it, but 
it's like you don't want to become that club that every two or three years has to change the manager because it suddenly stops working. But is that the way sort of modern day football works? And if you're not if you're not a Man City spending loads of money, a Newcastle that will eventually spend that money, Chelsea's and things like that, that continually just churn over money and players that do you have to freshen things up every two, three years? And potentially that, that might have to be the same with West Ham. We don't know. Mm. Um, well, I'm going to chuck a question. I'm going to. We have got question time coming up later, but I think we're going to answer it in this, in this little mm. bit here. Um, from, again, second second time shout out. And oh. he, he did thank us earlier for the yep. shout out. Big Andy Houghton. Yeah. A Houghton through on Insta, if any of you fans want to follow. And his question is, why do you think West Ham are struggling so much in the Premier League this season? Um, I think, personally, they've, West Ham have historic under David Moyes have been a tough to beat. Mm. The, the classic 4-4-2, no, they didn't know what, but yeah. two banks of four. For the first thought is, let's not lose. Let's not concede so we can't lose the game. So let's get get to, get to get the clean sheet and go from there. Mm-hmm. And with the players they've signed, getting rid of, moving Antonio onto the bench, signing Skamaka, signing Paqueta, yeah. um, signing players like, um, who's the winger? Corn- I know Corner has been injured, hasn't he? Played, but, yeah. but the attacking players are Bowen, Lanzini. West Ham have got a lot more attacking players in the team. Mm. And they're probably easier to play against. Easier. Mm. Obviously, the attacking players are always going to cause threat, but for better teams and counter-attacking teams, it's probably easier to play against. So they're getting yeah. creating more chances. He's a, like you're saying there about the squad. It's just, it's a random one because they've got Rice, who for me is the first name on England's team sheet. Bowen, I don't, he shouldn't, he won't be in the squad, but that he was float, flirting with the squad and is that sort of player. Paquetta's going with Brazil uh, to the World Cup. Skamaka plays for Italy if they were going to the World Cup he would probably be in their squad I mean they're on paper they've got some very good players but and like Benarama they I think he scored at the weekend and he got subbed off didn't he there was a lot of booing and a lot of great goal wasn't it yeah look, I think there's a lot of um, upset fans towards that but like you said it's just the way they play football and Paqueta might be a brilliant player but he doesn't want to play counter attacking football for West Ham and not have the ball for 90 minutes so and unfortunately not many teams can do it but West Ham, I was putting the same boat as Aston Villa. You mm. can't. It's great having Coutinho playing for you. Yeah. But but if you're not going to you play, you can't accommodate Coutinho yeah, because he's exactly. not he's not going to be the team player. I mean, yeah. I don't know much about Paqueta, but he mm. doesn't screw and Skamaka as well. Yeah. They're different players. Antonio would work back to the six. Yeah. You need box. eleven Antonios yeah. and a Declan like a ten Antonios and Declan Rice in the middle sort of thing. Like you need. Mm. I mean, obviously Declan Rice is, is world class yeah. in there, but Suchek has fallen off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, like his form, yeah, his form is since he, his first yeah, season and a half is falling off yeah. a cliff. Yeah, he's um, a strange man. Dawson is probably looking his age now. Yeah, as just saw Chris. Another the West Ham fans probably agree with me, but I mean, Tottenham do a similar thing, but they've just extended Cresswell's contract, like a thirty-two-year-old left back who. Op, I mean, do you know what I mean they've got to move on. For surely they can improve and find something else, mm. and they haven't. So. I mean, signing players like Emerson, who was yeah. rubbish at Chelsea, yeah. he's going to be rubbish for you. Like he was, he's, a, he's an okay player, like, yeah. but he's he's not going to improve West Ham. Um, I think Fabianski's now had his day. Yeah, time to put Ariola. Ariola, just play him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, strange because I I do think West Ham will be fine. Like, they just yeah, they will, they they will be fine. They just although they're they only will. two points above relegation. Yeah, and they'll quit just quickly on that. So since the 1st of January in the Prem they've had 32 games and Moyes has only won 10 drawn 6 and lost 16 as a as a 31.25% win percentage for Moyes mm. Gerrard was sacked on a 33% I think Hassanul just now his overall record for Southampton was a 34 win percent um, 
like uh, percentage. So they've already lost eight games in the league. Same as the bottom three: Southampton, Wolves, and Forest are the bottom three. Southampton mm-hmm. need new manager. Wolves have just got a new manager. Do you know what I mean their the league results and performances have been awful? They're one win in five, and now they've, they've got yeah. less than next. So I do understand why West Ham are angry and like want something else, but in the same breath, like you said, that like, what what do they do? Do they? Well, yeah. It's tough. It's very tough. Like you just mentioned there, their, their league form hasn't been great. But if you flip it around, the European form has yeah, been, been outstanding for, for the last season and a half. Yeah. And I think that's can be detrimental to your to your league form. Yeah. With a small squad, who let who let's face it, I'm not taking the piss or anything. They haven't got the best squad. No. It, they haven't got a European squad. They haven't. No. They've, they've got, got a small squad. They've got, 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 they've got yeah. a Premier League. They've got a decent Premier League squad. But yeah. in terms of Europe and stretching the squad. Yeah. Not, the players, like I said, Creswell is is he's a solid left back for, yeah, in yeah. the Premier League, but can he play two games a week at high no. intensity? Like, is they, and there's like going to the, be a drop off somewhere. And talking about the, like their Europe form, they their last group game they went away and they played a lot of youngsters. And that's brilliant. And they won, and it was obviously that's a fantastic moment. But like you just said, then they've got to go back to their normal side, and can they play two twice a week at like you said the highest level? These youngsters, mm. it was fantastic experience for them to play, but. They're not going to play on a, a Saturday against Arsenal or against City. Like mm. it's not going to happen. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a very very strange one. And yeah, suddenly there's a few rumbles for Moyes to go. Mm. But like we said, who who do they get? What are they really expecting? What well, they get? The one shot I've had was Steven Gerrard, and I thought, <sighs> no, 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 stay away. Parker, Scott Parker. Di- I think Dyche. Dyche should uh, be. I, the I like that shot. Scott Parker, do you yeah. think? Yeah, I, I would really like that shot. Not obviously, I don't think Moy should be sacked, but I would, no. I would welcome Scott Parker. Oh no, I think I think Fulham, they, Fulham, Scott Parker. Yeah, yeah. I, if they do sack Moy, I think Dyche has to be it. Has to be the oh, thing. Oh, that'd be uproar, mate. Really? Uproar. Why? What? Because Moyes plays extravagant, flamboyant, fluid. The West Ham way. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, but no, it would be uproar. The West Ham. If you had a poll, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to speak for all West Ham fans here. If you had really? a poll, Dyche or Parker, it would be ninety nine point nine percent. It's got to be surely. I might be I, well, completely I I, wrong. What do they? I'm saying. Like I keep saying. What do they expect? Like I don't know. Dice just screams West Ham for me. Four four two. Do a job. Like destroy people's weekends when they when they play Tottenham and Arsenal and get a result here and there. Finish tenth, but probably go quite deep in Europe. So. Yeah. But yeah. quick, quick, just quick one on the game. Just run for it quickly. Ben Rama opened the scoring with a fantastic finish mm. outside the box. Um, Zaha then equalised before half time. I think he robbed the defender. Yeah, Kira um, made a mistake, didn't he? That the German plays and right. Slammed there. it past Fabianski, mm. and then Antonio got awarded the penalty, mm. which oh, all yeah, and overturned. Awful. awful. You no, think, surely not. It's, it's, no, it's not a penalty. Oh, okay, good. No, it's not a penalty. <laughs> it's just not a penalty in the slightest. But it was, it was good. Var was used correctly. Yeah, correctly. Well done. Um, and then Michael Elise, who is a very I like, very like this player. Very like, this very player. like him. I, I like this player a lot. Um, I would say he scored in the 94th minute, but to give yeah, that his goal was huge, huge, huge deflection. It came up, it came up as an own goal, didn't it? Show away, but mm. yeah, it was good, good to see. And Palace have gained more points from losing positions than any other side in the Premier League this season. Twelve points. Bad deal. So I think that, let's have a quick look at the table. They are sitting in tenth position tenth on nineteen four. points. So twelve I of think them. Only three off six. Yeah. And the the era has been very very good there for them. Just a, um, that's just what they want. Mid table. That's I mean that's what West Ham want. But 
pass yeah. to so many fun players. Elise Zaha is a yeah. Like a put them inside a cage, they'd be yeah. Ridiculous. A little like five aside team, they'd be brilliant. But a little cage yeah. in Croydon, yeah. A little yeah. five aside. Yeah. But on their second goal, Antonio was inside the box, ninety third, forty seconds on the clock, and he flicks it up to their goalie and. And obviously Palace cut the other end and score. So yeah, he ran away apologising. Yeah, oh, it was bad. Sorry, sorry. It was so bad. Um, but now that wraps up the Sunday games. Should we um, head yeah, down? Should we whiz through the rest of them. Head down to the Saturday games. So let's start with a thriller at Ellen Road. Mm. Leeds four, Bournemouth three. Um, it's yeah. the first ever Premier League game between these two teams. Really? Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much on it. I just basically about Somerville scoring a late winner again. He scored three goals for Leeds. Yeah. 84th minute is the earliest that he scored. And that was for <laughs> the weekend. So. so just run through the goal scores. Rodrigo got a third minute penalty, which was the quickest goal at Ellen Road since January 2001. Um, and then Tavernier got his first goal for Bournemouth, born in the city of Leeds. Oof. He was. Um, Billing then scored another lovely goal, top yep. bins. And Solanke, just after half time, made it 3 1. Mm. Um, Bournemouth leading by two clear goals in the second game on the trot. Yes, yeah, true. And then Sam Greenwood then scored a lovely goal from outside yeah. the box. He was. I was going to give a mention actually, but he's played for Arsenal. Did he? Very good. For, he's both foot, I think, because he. Well, we watched the hardest. I was watching the hardest with yes. my brother, and he scored a crack with his left, yes. and then took the corner. Yes, of his right. exactly. What I thought. <laughs> I watched it. I was like, bloody hell! I nearly put him as my uh, winner of the week. That's what my brother did. I didn't know his left foot. Yeah, he bent one in with his left foot, and then he took the corner about two minutes later, or seemed like two minutes later, with his right. It was brilliant, but. Eight minutes to be exact. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, very good. Very. All good. I do know is he's got the same dentist as Bobby Firmino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been, been to both Turkey. Been to Turkey, yeah, exactly. Um, and then some of it. What a goal that was at the end, wasn't it? Yes, seems lovely breakaway seems. goal. Um, yeah. Bournemouth back-to-back defeats after being two nils, two goals up. Yeah, they're um, one draw and four losses in five games for Bournemouth. They've four con- losses on the trot. Yeah, conceded 32. I know they got smashed by Liverpool, so it's a bit skewed, that stat. But, like I said, they they initially, like we said, that sort of period right after Parker with O'Neill, they, like, I don't think Parker would have done any different, and now mm. they've just plummeted, and they're, they're getting right right in that fight. They've now, really they? levelled out, haven't oh, they? Said, yeah. They're um, very poor. These are real costly points being dropped, mm. and the serious question has to be asked now, do they need a manager? Yeah, yeah, the yes. same. Yeah, and this is like it's like I said, Southampton just sacked their manager. Wolves and obviously changing their manager. And Bournemouth do they actually need to appoint someone, even if it is Gary Neal, and go right? You are the manager. This is what we're doing, and go from there. But yeah, bad, bad result for them. And I like said with Southampton or West Ham about more uh, um, Dyche, but I think Bournemouth could do with a Dyche oh, yeah. to stop the rot because mm. they're losing, they're conceding goals like four against Leeds, three against you. Mm. They're conceding goals. Um, Just quickly on Somerville, sorry. He's the youngest player since Alan Smith to score three consecutive matches for Leeds. I got a thing I saw something about Alan Smith. It's, he's looks a good player. They signed him from the Dutch league, I think. Yeah, I think you, you when we mentioned the other week about it, you said you might have said Somerville. I think about fi- just the one to watch or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, for, like I said, three goals for Leeds. 84th minute was the earliest at the weekend against Bournemouth. Um, obviously got the winner against Liverpool, so. And back-to-back wins for for Marsh. Yeah, Jesse Marsh is on the mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're um, I think they're fifteenth, are they now? Something like that. Yeah, no, they are. Might be even higher than that. Leeds United are twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah, three points clear of bottom three. Fifteen points. Yeah, like then back-to-back loss, then back-to-back wins. Just say they lost both them games, for example. 
puts them on nine points. It, is, it just shows you how tight that... Them. They'd be bottom of the league. Yeah. They'd be bottom of the league two games ago. Yeah. yeah, it shows you how tight that bottom is. But, yeah, Leeds have put two two results together and, yeah, they've climbed up the table. Uh, should we move on to City versus Fulham? Yes. So, let's do it. no Mitrovic in the lineup. He was mm. He was injured. And no Haaland in the starting 11. No. Um... Carlos was planning. Vinicius up front. Yeah, he was. And yeah. he, he got a well, we made the pass for the penalty, mm. but Alvarez opened the goal scoring. Yeah, um, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, Leno again. Leno, yeah. come on, man! Like, I watched exactly when you first see it, you think, oh, what a strike! He did that with some power, but yeah, Leno just doesn't doesn't react to it, does he? Doesn't expect it, doesn't do ben anything. Foster killed him on the podcast. Yeah, Bonnie yeah. Foster killed him for both goals. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with him. Yeah, the two, you talk about the penalty, but yeah, two goals were... That was after just 16 minutes. Very odd. Very odd goalkeeping. Cancelo, um, so it was... Um, Vinicius got the ball in the half mm. turn, played through uh, Harry Wilson, and um, he was then brought down by Cancelo. Penalty for you? No, but... No, but yes. If it, if it is a penalty, then Trent against Spurs has to be, and no. Cancelo gets a red card. What do you mean no? How's that no? Because uh, Cancelo's the force that Cancelo goes into oh. him goes for, and he uh, Trent puts a hand. They're the same. Cancelo is a barge. It's, it's, it's the same. Um, it's the same. They have both be penalties. They can't be one or the other. It has to be both. This is the, the brilliant refereeing. Exactly. <laughs> this is the shocking and. Abysmal refereeing is happening in the Premier League, but yeah. If it's a penalty, by the letter of the law, it has to be a red card because he hasn't attempted to play the ball. I know they do that, you, they know the double. Double jeopardy, yeah. yeah. But he didn't attempt to play the ball. So if it's a foul, it's a penalty. Yeah, it's no, I agree. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. But how can the one against. I think he has be? a lot more force in it than Trent does. Trent, Trent, you shouldn't go down with that hand on the back. No, you shouldn't. But how? No, how many times? But you can go down. Do I think you're more than walk. You're more than in your rights to go down after that barge in the back. Yeah, hundred percent. And you have more than within your rights to for sessions going. But yeah, just yeah, whatever. So <laughs> I'm just gonna agree to disagree. <laughs> so a little stat on this um, red card. I actually saw it because Americ Laporte retweeted it. And he said, "This stat oh, man, yeah, yeah, this yeah, stat on. man deserves. Have you got it there? <laughs> no, no, I've got it, but I know you, what you're going to say this stat man um, deserves a raise. So, hang with me on this one. <laughs> Manchester City's last four red cards have been awarded to players born on Man May the 27th or May the 28th, 1994. <laughs> so, Cancelo got sent off against Fulham, and he was born on the 27th of May, 1994." Emeric Laporte got sent off against Crystal Palace and he was born on the same day, 27th of May, 1994. Cancelo was then sent off against Brighton. Obviously, his birthday is the same, 27th of the 5th, 1994. And John Stones was sent off against Aston Villa and his birthday is the 24th, 28th sorry, of May, 1994. Wow. Great stat. Great stat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw, it. I saw it. I saw it and I was like, that's... Mad. But it's just like who gets paid to do that? No, exactly. <laughs> Who whoever's done that? It just is so irrelevant. Like, just absolutely means nothing. But someone has thought, oh, I'm going to go and research this. And Jao Cancelo became the fourth player to receive a Premier League red card on bonfire night. <laughs> <laughs> the love other it. four, absolutely love it. Were Don Hutchinson versus Leicester mm-hmm. um, in '94, um, John Terry versus Spurs Stephen Pienaar 
and John and um, Jao Cancelo. Sorry, Don Hutchinson in 2006. Ah. There we go. But the penalty. But. City. So, 1-1. Pereira scored the... Forget these awful yeah. stats. So just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone off track. Yeah. Pereira, lovely penalty. Sent um, Edison the wrong yes, way. Yeah, it was nice. Um, and then the the robot comes on mm. in 60th minute, like that. Just offside, wasn't he? What, correct decision. Yeah. Goes off... Oh, great header, though. Yeah. Um, correct decision, offside. And then 95 minutes at the clock. And De Bruyne gets the ball on the edge of the box, in the box, and gets fouled. I think it's it's a penalty. No, I I actually do think it's a penalty. It's the most dramatic sort of fall or whatever you dive, but it is a foul. And you go into the, we'll talk about the Forest game and the the sort of main things that happen in the other games. But again, that's a penalty. It is a penalty. It looks awful and De Bruyne throws himself all over the place, but you just can't, he just does sort of, doesn't necessarily trim up, but he does trip him up. If you know, what I mean, he kicks his leg, and it's a it's a foul. Yeah, I think it's a penalty. But and then, Leno, yeah. So I wasn't actually watching it. I was watching it on Soccer Saturday with Clinton Morrison being oh. the uh, presenter, whatever yeah. you call it, uh, commentator. pundit commentator. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, Leno and Harland, he's met. And I was, oh, <laughs> oh no, oh, you buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, so true. Oh, oh. Because you obviously can't see it, can you? No, you can't see no, it. And watching course. it back, you can see how he reacted like that. Because yeah, Leno yeah, yeah, looks yeah. like he's got oh, two hands on it and it goes under fumbled, him and yeah. it's just like... Oh. And that is, uh, that's the only thing about City at the weekend. that I don't I think they'll win the league, but that game, they were so lucky. They were so lucky to win that game. And, mm. and they have, essentially, and it's now 2-1, done three points and they got through it. And that, that sort of game, you look back on, they go, right, that's, that was huge that day. That, that's mm. why we won the league, but... Yeah, that they were very lucky. Yeah, because it could have been four points again at the top. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that was Man City two one. Fulham, they look good. Another, I say, good result for them. They lost, but Fulham are looking good this season. Yeah, they they just that is what they are. I think they might have won and lost the same amount of games yeah. or something like that. But yeah, yeah mid table Liverpool. They're good at yeah, good at home and yeah, tough tough side. I think. Um, moving on to the mid uh, to Nottingham Forest. Forest yes. to Brentford two, yeah, a lot of goals, wasn't it? Again, a lot of goals in this game, um, and a lot of controversy. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to go too in depth. I haven't really thought about it too much, but yeah, just more the main talking points, really. The, for example, the ten minutes in penalty on Dennis. I actually do. I know it's a, again a horrible dive, but it's probably. I think it's the contact is worse than what uh, the Fulham player that had on De Bruyne for me. Yeah, you the, might disagree. The but reason it isn't given, it's I because think, of the theatrics. Oh. It's he gets fouled yeah, yeah, and he's 100%. like oh. one yeah. yeah, that that delay and it looks him. when you watch him it looks awful and I think the pun, Mike Rich and Shearer are all laughing about it but if he just fell when it happened it's a penalty yeah. it, like I said the contact is actually worse than what happened in the City game but mm. it's yeah it wasn't given um, but Gibbs White then up in the scoring on yeah. 20 deflected goal yeah a bit of nice and, bit of skill wasn't it but deflected um, is it Mwembo is that you pronounce his name uh, and Wemo got the penalty. Yeah. Um, Whistle, Whistle won the penalty. Yeah. Um, I think very, very lucky to stay on the pitch, Henderson. But only not because yeah. he got booked for the for the foul. Do you see? How he's got oh, a he's nutsy win. Yeah. But with the going, ball at the yeah. player yeah. and yeah, then yeah. mad at the ref. He was like in proper going yeah. for the ref. It was very yeah bizarre. It's because he couldn't take his cap off. This yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then Wiesa scored a um a lovely goal. Didn't go for yes. the goalkeeper. Yeah, it was nice. Um. And then in the 96th minute, 
um, oh, squirmed over the line, didn't they? Just over Ben Mee, just yeah. squeezed couldn't, it off. Couldn't Mee. quite claw it back, could he? He was gutted. You saw him, he was head and hands on the floor. But but even in that game, just that De Silva for Brentford on, on the Forest player, like just basically a stiff arm, mm. similar to what Trent was doing, similar to Cancelo not given. Um, obviously, the penalty, Henderson sort of grabs a leg and it was a penalty and it was given. It was just, yeah, lots of decisions, obviously. Um, Steve Cooper was fuming after and talking about it all, but... Yeah, Forest, they're conceding 11 goals at home. They've faced 80 sh- 86 shots on target. The most, So 11 at home and 86 shots um, on target conceded is the most out of any side. So, yeah, they've got a lot of lot of troubles going on there at Forest. Yeah, I think they're the sort of games you have to win Forest to. Yeah. They've, got a, yeah, they, they've got a chance yeah. to stand up. And quickly, do you see the the Brentford goalkeeper coach and the Forest groundsman before the game. Yeah, that little, little coming together and it was very odd. Very, very odd. But I love a good fight of the old groundsman. Yeah, that was... And, and he had a pitchfork as well so he could have kicked right off. But, yeah, again, a few more horrible decisions that we... Brentford have, have scored all 10 of their Premier League penalties they've been awarded since yes. they've been in the Premier League. Um, moving on to Wolves... Brighton. Yeah, again, another game full of goals and a few dodgy decisions. Yes, yeah, so sort of Lana opening the goal scoring after 10 minutes, shortly followed by equaliser from Guedes. Mm. Um, right, Neves penalty. Handball on Lewis Dunk. Handball for you? Yes, but if it is, then why was Arsenal not awarded the. If it was a free kick or penalty against Chelsea on the edge of the box, then you might have forgot about it. No, I. Why is Dunk given? It wasn't a penalty because it was. It wasn't. It was. He was. He was in the box, but his arm wasn't. Right. But how on earth, in real time, was that not given oh. as a free kick? Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. And that's why I'm. That's all I Could say. Could like caught the ball. Yeah. About these decisions is, is that exactly that is like how are they not how they given somewhere, but then one day later or a few hours later or whatever it is, then it just doesn't. It's so frustrating to see. So frustrating. And Dunk won. Yes, penalty fine. You think it was? I think it's very harsh. It's yeah, it's, it's it's that thing though. It's given. That's fine, but it's more that because VAR gave it, didn't they? Ref didn't give yeah, it. Yeah. Why, why not give the one at Chelsea or give other decisions that haven't haven't or have not been whatever? It's just yeah, very frustrating. But yeah, I don't know. It was because because I, I watched it, I actually watched it back again before I came mm. to the bunker. I wanted to watch it again, but two players appeal for it. None of the fans appeal no. for it. You can't really tell from the TV whether it hits the in real time, mm. but obviously VAR looked at it. I think they took for nearly four minutes to have a look at it, and then they realised it was a penalty. Yeah, um, that made it two-one Wolves, and then Mitoma, um, the Brighton winger, scored a, um, a header, wasn't it? Yeah, first um, first goal for Brighton on the forty-fourth minute, and then for half time, Samedo straight yeah, red rugby, card, rugby tackles Mitoma, oh. didn't he? Just. I think just to- like almost like I was like watching Royale, just totally forgot where he was and realised that he was totally caught out and absolutely wiped him out. And Matoma gets taken down and def and you saw Matoma like mm. signalling yeah. for the card, but yeah, hundred percent red card. But Matoma comes becomes the eighth Japanese player to score in the Premier League. Lovely header as well, isn't it? And it, I haven't watched much of him, but apparently he's been doing quite well for me. Mm. He got a couple of assists. Um, he's very lively. He, yeah. he played. He did play against us, but before that, he sort of, he came on. I think he. Who was the game at home? I had someone at home played really well. Leicester, I think, and he played, and he was just like a bit of a live wire, sort of lots of skill, lots of pace, good good at dribbling, and yeah, he, was, he had a very very good game against Wolves. And watching Soccer Saturday, they did say the second half was an onslaught for Brighton. Yeah, um, and we're watching match there as well. Back, mm. it, it seemed that way. And Pablo Gross, Gross, yeah, 
scored in the eighth third minute. Um, deserved winner. Yeah, and, and again, it was good work from that Matoma, wasn't it? Set him up nicely, three mm. two. Good win and for Brighton. Wins for Brighton. Um, obviously, a quick bit on Wolves before, like we mentioned earlier, before mm. the game, um, Julian Lopetelli was announced as the new manager. Mm. Um, former Porto, Spain, Real Madrid, and Seville manager. So plenty of experience. Mm. Um, Would West Ham get that calibre of manager? Probably not. <laughs> Are Wolves bigger than West Ham? Where, uh, Unai Emery would go to West Ham. Would you reckon? Yeah. Do you think? I think that would be a, yeah, that'd be a fit. I'd go there. Are Villa a bigger club than West Ham? Uh, yeah. No, I'd, yeah. And that's, but that's what I'm, again, sort of briefly about West Ham. But, yeah, the, these clubs, Wolves, Southampton, they've made decisions. They're getting rid of their managers. And West Ham are stuck with Moyes at the moment. But, yeah, we'll see. Well, it's a bit like, I actually saw it online, um, it might have been yesterday, actually. The poor of the Premier League. So, just name. N- tell me the team that sticks out. <laughs> Porto, Spain, Real Madrid, Seville, Wolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they're the club he's managed over Europe, and he comes to England. Yeah. Obviously, it must be a, a paycheck involved. Yeah. Same as Unai Emery. You've got uh, PSG, Seville, Arsenal, Villarreal, Villarreal yeah. Villa. Yeah. One team sticks out there. Yeah. Um, like big difference. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, huge difference, and yeah, they keep coming. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, good win for Brighton. Deserby got a, got a good away win. And that leaves Wolves with Arsenal up next. Last, it's a Saturday night kickoff, isn't it? Um, Wolves second from bottom, ten points. Yeah, still what scored? That must scored ten goals now, though. Eight goals. Eight goals now. I yeah. actually think. Don't quote me on this. I think the game at the weekend was the first time they've scored more than one in the game. Oh, yeah. might might be wrong, but I think that's. Yeah, Arsenal got to be going there f- full of confidence. They'll they'll get the three points. We'll move on to the final game we haven't spoke about. Um, Goodison Park, Everton mm. nil, Leicester two. The Saturday night, yeah. Saturday was, evening game. Quite a surprise, really. I mean, Leicester picked up a bit of form. And they've been they've been quite good. They're sort of winning games. They you'd normally associate them doing it. Um, yeah, just quickly on Everton. That was Seamus Coleman's 350th start for Everton. Was it? Yeah, a bit of a a bit of a hero for the for the Toffees and just on Lampard really. Um, so he can't have more points than Benitez at the 15 game stage. So Benitez at this point had uh, 14 games, sorry, had 18 points and Lampard's got 14 points. But Lampard spent 120 million and Benitez was given 1.5 million. So Lampard gets in the bin, mate. <laughs> yeah. And I bet it was around Christmas time, maybe beginning of New Year, um, Benitez was sacked, wasn't he? I think the yeah. last time. Yeah, and I don't really, there's a lot more to it. They obviously, absolutely despise Benitez, but yeah, Lampard has been given all that money and. He's doing a worse job than the previous bloke. I was very, very impressed with Leicester. Yeah, um, they they look they just look solid again, don't they? They've from, had their little from minute blip. one, Madison controlled the game, mm. got on the ball, dictated play. I think he had a record eight or nine shots in the game. Mm. Um, Pickford made I think he made about nine, ten saves. Yeah. Um, does Madison get in your England squad? Uh, I I don't see why not. I don't like he's. I don't really. I didn't really get the hype of it at the start of the season. Everyone sort of started talking about it, but in the in this year, he's behind. He's the only player, apart from wait, sorry, let's start again. He's he's second. He's the second highest English player uh, with goals and assists is thirty, and then Kane's top with thirty eight. So, mm. I mean, what more can he do this season? He's scored six goals, four assists in eleven games. Playing he, for a struggling team. Yeah, playing for a side that people are. We're talking about potentially Rogers being sacked and right near the bottom, and 
He's, he's still playing well. Like you said, that, that game against Everton, he was by far the best player on the pitch. Two assists as well. Mm. Well, it was yeah, two assists. Got, can yeah. you assist Tillemans exactly, Weldy? That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I said, I've got here T- Tillemans Weldy. Yes, Madison got two assists, but yeah, T- Tillemans' goal was brilliant. So, And another shout I'll give to, is it Wout Wal- Face? I think yeah, the centre half. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, not sure how I think to pronounce that. Since one. he's been in the team, it's a big reason why they've started to improve a bit. Um, I think I mentioned him before. He's the David Luiz regen using the FIFA term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like him. He plays like him. He just looks a pretty solid defender. They signed yeah. him in the summer. And um, unknown, like no one, there was no talk of him. No one was really interested. And then Rogers, whoever's got him, and he's he's slotted in well, hasn't he? And Leicester have moved right up the table with a couple of wins. Mm. Um, Everton. Everton are too good to go down for you, are they? Uh, I think they'll be uh, yeah, they'll be fine. I think yeah. Again, one of those there's other teams that are way worse than Everton. Um, but yeah, Lampard for me just just isn't just yeah. isn't anything of note. That win for Leicester moves them into 14th, playing 14 games on 14 points, <laughs> but they are above West Ham and Everton on goal on one goal, mm. one goal difference. So it's all very tight down there. But again, only two points of relegation: Everton, Leicester. And West Ham, two points off bottom, yeah. bottom three. Yeah, so like you so said, it's just ridiculously tight. A couple it's, wins yeah. and it'll change. Does Madison go for you in the, in the World Cup? For the World Cup? Um, does he go for me? Would you pick him over a winger? So let's just say, for instance, a Rash, a Rashford. Yeah. Rash, I'm thinking Rashford, Jared Bowen. Madison, because Madison plays on the left. He doesn't play as the he team. Goes, he plays, I'd take plays him, on the left. I'd go him over Bowen all all day. But yes, would, would you take him over Rashford? And I, I'm, I know they're yeah, no. different players, but yeah. this is the sort of I think this yeah, is where he's, he's looking not, at it. Yeah, he's not going to play in a two or a three in the middle, is he? So. Mount goes over him just because yeah. he loves Mount. Yeah, but I would um, take him over Mount. Yeah. So he plays on the le- he plays on the left, and that left position yeah. is yeah, he's is a winger's position. I think he would rather an extra winger yeah. than play a midfielder in a winger. He's um, how do I word this? Probably? Grealish is his wild card. I'll quote quote yeah. wild card. Then he likes yeah. over Madison. Yeah, and it's tough because Matt. It's seemed like why why are we not taking Madison? But yeah, I don't know. It's one of them, and it? it's just a weird one. And he's probably gonna be. What else? What more could he do? Oh, he what can't do any more, yeah. mate. He literally yeah. can't do any more. I don't think. I think, like he said, he needs to move clubs and perform it to a similar level at somewhere like a Newcastle to get a chance but yeah I don't, I don't think he'll go which is seems ridiculous but yeah I don't know I don't think he'll seems go it's a shame for him mm. um, but I think that pretty much rounds up the the Premier League chat yes, for the weekend yeah, I think so um, we'll have a quick break and we're back with question time team of the week winner and loser and the answer to the teaser Welcome to Question Time, and we're going to go from Harrods Houghton to a Budget Bowden. <laughs> we're going to go from our favourite Andy Houghton to Andy Bowden's question, who's put forward the question, do you think Firmino deserves a call-up to the Brazil squad? Um, and with So basically, a bit of reference, obviously Brazil squad just been announced today, and Firmino's not in the squad, essentially. So do you think Firmino should have been called up? Um... Tough one. I would say it's a, it's a throw up between um, Jesus. You can only pick two, so it's Jesus, Richarlison, and Firmino. Yeah, two of those um, three. 
which two have had the better season. I think it's quite obvious who two yeah. have had the better season. Yeah. But Richarlison has historically played in the, in recent years, mm. recent year and a half, two years, has played very well for Brazil. Yeah. And I think the big the big players, the Viniciuses, the um, Neymar, Neymar's enjoy playing with Richarlison. Um. Yeah. So for, I think he's very unlucky to miss out. Yeah. But the, the standard of that attack oh, is yeah. you've still, you've, everyone's is silly. Seen Brazil squad just just got now said they've obviously they're I think they're the favourites and they're they're attacking players just alone are brilliant. Um, I think Firmino, like they said, twelve games, six goals, three assists. So I'm sure in the back of his mind, he knew this was probably his last sort of World Cup, yeah. and he every opportunity he's been given, he's done his absolute best, knowing that he he obviously wanted to get in that squad. But um, yeah, I don't know enough about. I don't watch Brazil. I don't know enough about their manager or what they do and what formation they play and who they play. But yeah, like you said, Richardson seems to always get picked and plays. And I think he might have been given number nine for the for the tournament. So mm. yeah, like I said, I think Firmino's that was his last chance. He's probably gutted. And I think it's almost very harsh that he hasn't been picked. But yeah, I think they've got some sort of wild card players. They've got like a, a player who's only had two caps who plays mm. up front. So Danny Alves. Yeah, <laughs> Danny Alves at the back. No, no Royale, may I add. Um, but yeah, for me, I would say probably yes. For you know, might deserve a call up, but also a bit on the fence. But yeah, I think they mm. they prefer other options. I like I said, I don't think he could have done much more to no, he's this been, season. Yeah, and I I don't think he probably expected to even play as much no. for Liverpool when he has. And like I said, he's done as much as he could, but yeah, not not quite made the cut. Have a good question, Andy. And moving on from Matt to Andy to Andy's Andy's friend, yes. Lewis Stone, under twi- um, underscore twenty one on Insta. This you'll like this question. Oh. <laughs> Who's got the high potential, Mason Mount or Martin Odegaard? Odegaard. Odegaard, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, without I'm not doubt. Just agree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, Odegaard, without a doubt. Not even don't have to think. Captain, leader, legend. He, yeah. Big Whatever Martin. You want. Yeah. Um, third question from. A new, a new, um, what do you call it? New question, new, new fan, new fan, <laughs> king of John style. So, hello, John. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, <clears throat> now, this has got nothing to do with football. Oh God! What's the biggest animal you think you could beat in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> no weapons are allowed. <laughs> oh my God! No weapons. What animal could you? You go first. Take John it. used to play um, for Cholton, I think. He used to manage uh, one of the academy any teams. Wild bears or elephants. In John his is time. six foot six, maybe six foot seven. <laughs> okay. He's a big, he's a big I lad. Could, I could take John out. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on, take what you got. Um, what animal? What animal could it be in a fight? Um, I don't want to be disrespectful to household pets, so I'll leave <laughs> them alone. <laughs> Wild animal. Um, I reckon I could take a baby deer. Baby deer, yeah, like what they're called, manjacks. Among little manjack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, yeah, they're cute though. You probably they're, there's dogs bigger than that. I reckon you take. I it have there. killed one before. Oh no, let's With, not. No, let's ac- not talk about accidentally. <laughs> sorry, sorry, um, sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I reckon. I think you could do it as well. You could probably do a giraffe. No, a trample you. No, you could a do giraffe? a giraffe. How are you getting that down? Well, you just. Oh, no weapons. <laughs> How are you getting a giraffe down? <laughs> his legs are like <laughs> seven foot. If you if you move around just constantly on your on your toes. Or just kicking at the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Thumping. <laughs> Give it a quick thump. I'm not strong. <laughs> I think I could maybe wrestle a mud jack to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> wrestle a mud jack. 
Oh dear. Um, <laughs> I'm going Munch out. If you want to take a giraffe, you, I'll, can, I'll you can get laughed at the bunker. I'll, I'll have the giraffe, yeah. Just give me a giraffe inside the bunker, no chance. <laughs> Thank you There's a height restriction in the bunker as well, so. Thank you for that question, John. Right, my, Cheers, John. My own, my own brother, as <laughs> Cal the Dragon would say. <laughs> um, Pat Tate has put in a question. Pick any non-footballer to take a penalty in a cup final and your life depends on it. Non-footballer. So, a member of the public. Okay. Or celebrity. Oh, so, yeah, true. It can be anyone. Who isn't a professional, professional footballer. And there's no, like, oh, it's a se- my mate's a semi-pro player. Oh, you okay, can't so say him. Like I've just got names <laughs> running through <laughs> my head. That's all I've got. Um, oh, I don't know. Have you got anyone? I'm thinking... He did put. He did text me after and say, in brackets, you can back yourself, but mm. I'm going to say no. I'm actually, I've got someone. Go on. You've probably seen the video. I'm going to put my life on my friend, Freddie Bourne. Freddie <laughs> Bourne, really? <laughs> he has taken the perfect really? penalty. Have yeah. you seen the video? I think I have. A, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stanch, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Puts it top corner. Yeah, yeah. I would let him, yeah. although we were practising the other week before football, and he tried that again, and it went about 10 foot over the bar. <laughs> I would, I would put my life in another six foot six man yeah. hands. Yeah. <laughs> Save me, Freddie. Take it. Cup final. If yeah, because technically, not doesn't play any level of football. So, I'll I'll give it to my brother. Yeah. I reckon Harry. Harry's either foot as well. He's a bit of a bit of a Tom Huddleston. Either what corner. is he desired foot? Left. Right. He's a right footed player. Yeah, mm. right foot. But if you're yeah, sort of curve like going around the rules and such, bending the rules, I go yeah, Harry. Yeah. Nice question. Um, and James Griff, 26. Very funny question, this one. So, there's a bit of backstory to this. I will explain after. <laughs> really frustrating seeing Ben White bullied by top teams and players again. Thoughts on this? I mean, for them, as you don't know, the whole thing is written in sarcasm. Because <laughs> we were told on the chat, on our Logo Laws chat, that the reason Arsenal didn't get in the top four last year was because of Ben White. And because I didn't it, say that he though. got no, it was our it was our good friend Jordan Johnson. Ah, yeah. Sorry, Jordan. JJ. You did say that we didn't get the Ben top white because of Ben White, and he was yeah. bullied by top teams and top players. Um, no, he's the, yeah. I think that was quite true. No, yeah, <laughs> proving it very um, very wrong. No, no, I, we're always biased, but I love Ben White. I think he's very good. Very been un- very underrated this season, um, and has has to go to the England squad. Yeah, he just yeah just has to be in the squad, doesn't he, for the World Cup at least. And finally. DJ Darren Brown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> will Conte survive until January? Yes, he will. I'm going to say yes only because of the World Cup break. Yeah. No, he, he'll, stay, he'll stay to the end of the season, I think. But at the end of the season, he could either leave or carry on. It's, yeah. He doesn't want to be there, I don't think. He's. Yeah, we've we've he's, gone over this a yeah. few times, haven't I mean, we? He, just, he seems to be doing us a favour, doesn't he? That's, he's, that's the attitude that he's got. And if What's that's the way he is, then please go and we'll, <laughs> and we'll get someone in. But... What's the atmosphere like there with him in the crowd on the match day? Is it's it? A weird, I was going to mention it earlier, but is it moans and groans or is it's it? Cause, well, was it Kane who brought it up, or is it him or Conor? Might have been Conor. Uh, might have mentioned it, but um, Liverpool, for example, we're, they booed him off at half time, and then second half, everyone's singing Antonio's name. So it's just it's so like everyone always says, but football fans so fickle. Like half hour ago, you were booing the whole team, and now you're singing Conte's name because we're. <laughs> applying a bit of pressure so <laughs> what do you want I don't get it um, it's yeah. very yeah I don't know people 
It's, it's, I say it's very split about Conte. Everyone's like, oh, give him time. He's a winner and all this, all blah, blah, blah. And then there's everyone else's that's saying, well, no, have you seen what we're doing? We have, for a whole year, we've played this way. And uh, before that, with Mourinho and Nuno, we've been awful. So, mm. yeah, I think he'll stay and he'll stay till the season and then he, he could be gone. Yeah. Um, well, that ends question time. Thank you very much for your um, yeah. Good question again. Answers, Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Very good segment, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on to Team of the Week. So starting in goal, another appearance for um. Yeah, Danny Ward. He keeps coming up, doesn't he? Don't <laughs> know how. He's coming back. <laughs> he must be good at something. Um, no, I think it was only two clean sheets this weekend. Ramsdale didn't necessarily have a bad game, but had nothing to do. He didn't do anything. Yeah, <laughs> and Ward again, uh, two 0 away. Everton was made some good saves, didn't he? Mm. Straight and in there. More of a not a um. I don't know what I'm looking for. Um. Generous ticket. I don't know what what's, what's the saying. I don't know. Sympathy vote. Yeah, sort of thing. Um, but he's really, really turned it, a bit like Leicester. He's really turned it around mm. since um, the start of the season. I think they started the season considering the most goals ever after X amount of yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. And now I think he might have got six, seven clean sheets. I think he might have got the same amount of clean sheets as Edison. Yeah, he's just been just a good Premier League goalie, isn't mm. he? It's weird, like you said, how he can go from being so poor to now. But I know I keep referencing it, but back in that Ben Foster's podcast, obviously he's a goalkeeper and the yeah. goalkeeping coach was saying, this shows what happens when you give a goalkeeper time. He's new, cause yeah. he's, I know he's 28 now, isn't he? 27, 28? Yeah, he's not. He's, he's, no, he's not young, young. No. But um, this is the first time he's played Premier League football like mm. consistently. Yeah. And he's now played 14 games on the trot. And maybe we're now seeing he's maybe not a bad goalkeeper. Yeah. Maybe he's okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, the start of the season, was, it was horrific. Oh, yeah, it was poor. Very poor. Um. But moving into the defence, man of the match, captain of the team, Big Willie. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Rolls Royce Willie. He was good. He was outstanding. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you could have given it to any of them back. Yeah. Maybe not Zinchenko, but White, Gabriel, or um, Saliba. But yeah. Saliba just, he stands out. He's so big, he's quick, yeah, he's, he's strong. And these, I think there's a few clips going around, but his pace, like, I think uh, Brozier was offside. Yeah. And a lot of people say... Brozier's the quickest Chelsea player and Saliba just ate him up and he was offside. He played the offside trap yards, yeah. and then he beat him for yeah. No, he's yeah, very good, very good player. Another very good weekend for him. And next to him, Trippier. Yes, yeah, so Trippier was the fans' the, vote. For the vote, yep. Yeah. was between... Uh, War- oh, I will learn his name. Was it Wout Face? Oh, the Leicester, yeah. yeah. Face. Uh, we'll go Face, I think. Uh, it is Face. I don't know how to pronounce it because I saw Wout. Leicester were being really cringe on Twitter and it was... What's the Shrek song? When I saw your face, oh, I thought you God. could believe it. Is that the song? And it's when I saw a wart face. Oh, make it stop. <laughs> make it stop. Uh, <laughs> it was between face, Trippier, and Ibrahim Konate. Yeah. Um, that Trippier's good when he assists. Who do you vote for? I vote for Trippier. All right. Yeah, no, I do like Trippier. And yeah, he's got to be definitely, for definitely going to the World Cup yeah. and probably going to start, I think. And Trippier won that vote by landslide. It was yeah, 83%. He was good. He was good. Um, moving into the midfield, we've got... Um, Jacob Ramsey and Madison. James Madison. Yeah, again, to Ramsey's good when he for Villa got a goal. Like you said, got the assist. Obviously scored no goal, but yeah, good game against United. Tough, tough game. First game for Emery. First um, home game against United. Um, yeah, good game. Madison again, like you said, best player on the pitch when he really mm. could really can't really argue that. Two assists, very good. And attack. We've gone for the goat. Yes, yeah, so your goat, my goat, <laughs> the um, the Egyptian god, yeah, the Egyptian king, Mo Salah running down the wing. Yes. <laughs> um, second half, 
little bit quiet. Could have got. It should have probably got his hat trick in the second half for that chance that, that Laurie saved. But first half, two chances, two goals. Yeah, clinical. clinical. That's what you typical, want. like OG uh, Salah, wasn't it? He just looked apart from Kane on that pitch. Instead of Kuliseski came on, sorry. He just looked head and shoulders the best player on the pitch. Yeah. Every time he got the ball, first touch was crisp. His finishes were crisp. He just mm. passes were always good. His one twos with um, especially um, Elliot looked great on their right hand side. Um, looks back to his best now. Yeah, he does, and but I think I said a week, but he's still scoring. I know Liverpool aren't up right up there and winning all the games, but he's still scoring goals, still involved and doing very well. So, yeah, yeah pretty good team of the week. Ward, Saliba, Trippier, Madison, Ramsey, and Salah. It's not a bad little five-side team either. Very good. Very good side. Um, winner and loser of the week. Do you want to start with your winner? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. I don't know what you've got. Again, we don't really discuss them, but I've gone... So the FA Cup was back first round from uh, over the weekend. There was lots of uh, big results, like some upsets, um, some really good goals as well. But I'm going to go with, I think you pronounce it, a Alvechurch, Alvechurch FC. Um, which is just below Birmingham. They're in the Southern Premier League Central Division, which is level seven of the football pyramid. And it's four steps below their opposition, who they played Cheltenham. And they won 2-1. Wow. Um, who, and that, that Alf Church are currently 19th in their league after only playing 11 games due to their cup run. So they obviously missed a few games there. Yeah. A few games there, so they could climb the table. But um, yeah, they, they beat Cheltenham 2-1, who are 119 place above them. Uh, a bloke called Danny Waldron scored twice and he was denied a hat-trick by hitting a post late in the second half. Um, and yeah, big big cup upset. Obviously, good, like the FA Cup's a bit bit of a traditional tournament, isn't it? Excitement of all the sort of lower leagues. I love the FA getting, Cup. Yeah, getting out, um, going as far as they can. Um, and yeah, second round, they've been awarded a tie with, um, I think they're away. Yeah, they're away to Forest Green, another League One yeah. team. So yeah, Alvechurch FC from... Sort of West Midlands, yeah. I think, or That's just very below. good. Yeah. Um, I've got two. Um, a quick one. I just I've mentioned um, Gareth Bale for scoring. Oh, I saw that. One hundred and twenty-seven yeah. minute equaliser, and he won the MLS Cup. Whatever yeah. that means. What does mean? <laughs> the only season Gareth Bale hasn't won a trophy yeah, yeah. was yeah, but like, everyone <laughs> knows that. Um, but my actual winner of the week is Eric Maximin Chupo Moting. Ah, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but um, his striker has hit a rich frame of form. <laughs> yeah. Um, he scored his last seven games. He scored nine goals for Bayern. Glad to yell. Um, including I think it's three in the Champions League, some of like that. Um, so yeah, the, the Stoke City legend. Yeah, exactly. And it, what was he? No, was it PSG? PSG as well, yeah. And he's at Bayern. Very strange. And the, the reason I brought him up because I did actually see a rumor. That Manchester United are looking yeah. at him in January. Yeah, imagine they could have had Alnavich. Yeah, he's also still top goal, top goal <laughs> in Serie A still, I think. That's brilliant. Do you yeah. want to carry on? Who's your loser? Loser. Week? So, a quick side. I have put a Bamiyang, but I can't be bothered to go into yeah. him and whatnot. But so, my actual losers of the week are the talk sport duo. Oof. Absolute clowns. Not very nice people either. Jamie O'Hara and Jermaine. So, this is a conversation between the two of them talking about um, PK, Gerard PK, who's just recently retired last week. And O'Hara goes on to say, it helps if you have Messi, Puyol, Iniesta and Xavi, who's probably the worst player in that Barca side. <laughs> and Pennant agrees, yes. And as a player, I'm not pointing to PK as one of the greats. 
Um, oh. Just two clowns. Two and I'm teams. sure that PK, the World Cup, European Championship, four-time Champions League winner, eight-time La Liga winner, seven-time Copa del Rey winner, three-time Club World Cup winner, and the Premier League winner will be gutted that two players that ended their career at Billericay Town, Jamie O'Hara and Jermaine Pennant, didn't really rate him. No, what a shame. I'm sure. I'm sure that he will not sleep. care. No, <laughs> two slightests that they thought because he had Messi and Puyol, yeah. he was alright. Yeah, he could have put anyone. I'm sure Jamie O'Hara could have done a job. What a pair of divs. I like it. Yeah, but just absolute I've seen stuff about that. clickbait yeah, at their yeah, finest. Just, yeah, ridiculous. Like, grow up. Yeah, PK obviously didn't work at United when he was young and. I think Ferdinand came out and basically mm. supported him back to him with his career and stuff. But yeah, you don't play at Barca for 15 no. years, whatever it was, 10, 12 years. I don't know what he played. No uh, play over 300, 400 games, win all them trophies, and you get carried because you've got... No. No. Talking about centre-backs, my loser of the week <laughs> is uh, Eric Dyer. And all I put is Eric Dyer stinks. <laughs> basically, since the, the most recent call-up to the England squad, he is now, I think played himself out of the squad completely how can you go I, and I was one for it I thought he'd been solid and like deserved a call up with the current players and, and the squad that he had to choose from he deserved to be back in the team um, and now he's just been absolutely awful uh, again the mistake against Liverpool uh, which Salah put away um, brilliantly I just don't get I just don't know what's happened to him he played in a, he was playing in a central role and now he's been because of injuries and contact decisions, he'd been moved across against Liverpool, playing on the right side. He just looked lost. He didn't know whether to come or go. He was getting dragged all over by Nunes. Just, yeah, just so, just looks totally uncomfortable, just having a shocker, um, and should not be anywhere near the England squad. But mm. who knows, he could be. But, yeah, Eric Dyer losing the week for me. I did actually see, it was a um, England predictive 11, and he was the odds, he was the high, the best rating, the best odds to start, along with Harry Kane. Oh, yeah, uh, just he just shouldn't like he said. There's Ben White, Dan Byrne from Newcastle. Just yeah, Cody shouldn't be near it. Dyer shouldn't be near it. Yeah, but I I, I like that. Um, before we go on to the teaser answer, we will quickly get a prediction in. Yes, we have handpicked Newcastle versus Chelsea mm. for five thirty Saturday afternoon evening. Yeah, my gut feeling. Your gut feeling. Newcastle for me. Yeah, I think it's Newcastle. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to go two nil. Yeah, uh, mm, I think it could be the way Newcastle playing at home. Like I said, Saturday night up on the up on the tune. It could be a quite a lively, lively game for them at St James's. I, I can't see Chelsea getting the way they've played against Arsenal and Brentford. Yeah. Brentford uh, Brighton. Yeah, lost two on the bounce. Now they could go there and just right. We're not losing, but. Am I right in saying, sorry, but in Chelsea you've got City in the Carabao Cup? Yes, they do this week, yeah. Yeah, and that's that means psycho, but this week, like, what do teams do? Do are Arsenal, who got, I think, got Brighton, are they, are they playing a full strength? Are Brighton going to be up for that? Are Chelsea going to, like, it's a weird one, it's such a weird Arsenal won't be Brighton, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Like, we've got Forest. Are, are Forest going to totally change the team because all they want to do is focus on the league? Are we yeah, going to do the same, yeah. like? That one, it's a strange strange um, little fixture to have in. But um, mm. Chelsea for the weekend, Newcastle, Chelsea, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Go bold, go bold. Yeah, I'm going to go bold. Money Mace is going to be crying his eyes out going home. <laughs> 4-0 Newcastle. <laughs> Clip that. 4-0. 4-0. 
Almiron at a double. Shushing Potter as he runs past him. <laughs> Joe Litton back from um, suspension now as well. Yeah, to actually scrap that. Dan Byrne header back post, make it 4-0 with his four fingers on one hand. He's going to run past Potter, giving it you can't see me, John Cena. 4-0. Wow. 4-0 to Dan Byrne's four 4-0. Geordie's going mad. Yes, love it. Uh, right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Right. Teaser. There were five penalties awarded and all scored this weekend, but which two players have missed the most penalties in Premier League history? So, I assume they've the same number they've missed. Correct. Okay. Mm, most. Who's taken the most? Shearer must have taken loads. Rooney must have taken loads. Hmm. I'll go Rooney is one of them correct Wayne Rooney is one of them get him I don't think it's going to be Shearer he's he's just got loads Um, it's not Shearer is it (laughs) I don't know I try not to smile Uh, Oh, so I'll go Wayne Rooney and Shearer. Alan Shearer and Wayne Rooney are correct. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I get> it. <laughs> yes. Good. For an additional point, how many penalties oh, did they miss? How many did they miss? I'm gonna go eleven. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You can check my phone. There's no. There's no recent uh, search history. That is straight off the brain. Eleven. Correct. Get in. I'm very, very impressed. Get in. Oh, right. yeah. If you, wanna, if you want to impress me even more, who's number two? Who's best? If you got this, oh, I would, yeah, I would yeah, walk I, out. I don't know. I'll, I'll give you... If you got this, you would, you've definitely, definitely cheated. Do, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Do you want a clue? Yeah, go on, Give us a clue. Ex-Spurs player. Ex-Spurs. Took loads of pens. Missed loads. Jermaine the foe. Teddy Sheringham. Ooh. I was going to say Les Ferdinand, but fine. Yeah, On 10, good. yeah. They're the only three players to have missed double-digit penalties. They must have scored, like Rooney must have. And yeah, Shearer's, Shearer funny yeah. enough, scored the most penalties yeah. as well. Yeah. That's, yeah, like it. Good one. Um, it's another one right for me, if you keep in count. I did say at the start of the show, it was the easy one. <laughs> I'd love <laughs> no, to know, no. yeah, I'd love to know if anyone's got that. That was superb. I'll give you credit for that. That is absolutely fantastic. Um... Yeah, that wraps the show up. What, yeah. One hour fifty. Solid. Could, episode, I think. could be the longest one ever. Yeah, and hopefully, like we said, we'll do our best to make sure it uploads properly and there's no issues this week. But yeah, another another episode down seventeen. Yeah. Just and uh, like we said, World Cups around the corner. I'm very excited for the World Cup. We've got say. some yeah some ideas planned for yes. the World Cup, so um, we will keep you all posted. Yeah. Um, but again, I thank you again for for listening. Um, again, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, your whole shebang. Everything, yeah. Um, if you haven't already, drop us five stars, drop us a comment on um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I know it can be a bit difficult to to um, leave comments on Apple Podcasts. You have to you have a username, and sometimes if you just write Jack, for example, yeah. it says username ex- uh, unavailable. Yeah. So just... Yeah, just just can. jot down yeah. some stuff if you can. It always helps the podcast boost up the rankings. Yeah. Um, and drop you know. us a message on, on the account or 
Yeah. If you like, can talk to me or Tate Weather, like you said about the fan questions, keep keep them coming in. And yeah, just keep listening, and it's, it's yeah another episode down in it really. So uh, yeah, thank you very much, and stay loyal. Yeah, see you next week.